0: There we go. Aha! Welcome to the Tuesday Show, everybody. My name is Ultra David.
1: And I'm James Chen. How's everybody going? I can't see it. The light is, look at the reflection.
0: I think they'll figure it out. Uh, (laughs) I I was told by a very nice person as I went with this Vianality shirt to go pick up some dinner for the night uh, at Trader Joe's. uh, He was wondering if I had ever been there. And I said, yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, I used to live there. I was stationed in Italy uh, so anyway <laughs> that's, how, that's how my uh, afternoon went, uh, as well as some better news as well. Just mm-hmm. say that the stage of history has been set <laughs> uh, but I haven't yet had a chance to burn my soul. That'll be later uh we're gonna hey, what's
1: going on over there? I'm trying to frame it, it's so hard to do this oh, there we go. <laughs> uh there
0: uh anyway. So we're gonna talk about a few topics today, you can see them up here, one is that is the FGC in a bubble, and is that bubble a bursting? We're gonna talk about some results from tournaments that occurred, we're gonna talk about a couple of topics on the 5-5 matchup, including uh, rumors about Marvel vs. Capcom 4, and also the fact that I'm really enjoying Street Fighter V again, and I just kinda wanted to rattle on about it and see what you think.
1: Sure, yeah, no problem, no problem.
0: But before we do that, we're gonna talk about the first topic, of course the FGC bubble
1: yes so obviously last week we talked about this a little bit in which uh where it was announced that Punk, Theo, and Scar were let go from Echo Fox and people were pretty surprised about that I know we talked about how surprising it was that Punk was let go you know especially because he's just been you know getting back up to that top level again but speaking of top level then it was announced that JDCR and Saint were let go and I mean honestly like outside of me who is leading in there and you know I think John Ding is in second place right now but regardless of that JDCR and Saint are like the guys in Tekken right now they have been for like the past two years wow! and they were let go by Echo Fox as well. And you know, I mean, we can talk a little bit about the Echo Fox stuff, but you know, there's just a lot of signs right now that I feel like that the esports world might not be quite on board with the FGC. And that there's a lot of little other things happening that I feel like is not a good sign as well.
0: So Boken was also let go as manager from Echo Fox. Uh, So they are down to now, Justin, Tokido, Momochi Choco, Sonic Fox Sonic Fox the and The Killsage yeah, so I mean, it's not a small team even still but they had a gigantic right. team beforehand
1: I mean honestly guys like Sonic Fox Justin uh, I don't think they're going anywhere Tokido um, Justin Tokido, Sonic Fox yeah. they are
0: always going to be sponsored yeah those always.
1: I don't think those three are going anywhere Momochi is obviously really successful Choco Blanca is doing a lot of great stuff in Japan yeah. so they're good I mean they're, I those so. are the only Japanese players they still have oh no Tokido Tokido, Tokido right but, you know, having that global presence, I think, is really smart for them. Oh, I'm with and you then, on that. Uh, the Killsage, obviously, he's doing really well in Dragon Ball.
0: Yeah, and picked up relatively recently. Anyway, that's true, right? yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: um, mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. M2K and Leo right. are on there as well. M2King and MKLeo are on there as well in terms of oh, fighting Oh, of course. Games. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. that's,
0: okay, good point. So, yeah,
1: and they're probably not going to go anywhere with Smash Ultimate coming out soon. Sure. And that game is going to be huge.
0: I think that's what we expect. Sure. Yeah, that, that does yeah. make sense. Yeah. Um, but as you said, that's not the only. So, so dumping players by Echo Fox and also their manager, not the only thing that we're thinking about when we're talking mm-hmm, about, mm-hmm. Uh, is the FGC kind of in a bubble and is that bursting? Right. Uh, there's other stuff too. Uh, so, Suikin so left UIU. Yeah. Uh, we, don't we don't know the circumstances. We don't right. know the
1: circumstances that it didn't say like we parted ways. It more sounded like he kind of left on his right. own or something. Yeah. Hard, hard to know sure. exactly. Yeah. But you know, a little bit uh-huh. of change
0: anyway uh the team ggea apparently is disbanding just found out on uh best of five right before this i had no idea
1: And some people in the chat are saying that momo and choka aren't even on the uh aren't even on the echo fox website right now all right i don't know what that means i don't know what that means look i mean
0: i wouldn't be at this point i wouldn't be surprised if they also were let go it wouldn't be i mean just considering (sighs) who they've dropped right right um like I said, I think that Tokido, Justin, and Sonic Fox will just always have a sponsor if they mm-hmm, want to play fighting mm-hmm, games. Mm-hmm. Always. Right, right. But, um,. I wouldn't be super surprised Dang, to see the difference from Momochi and Choco. But I mean,
1: I guess you know, uh, you know, Momo- Momochi and Choco are kind of like a team. You kind of have them signed together a lot right, of yeah. the time. But maybe Momochi just hasn't been having the kind of results. And it's interesting too, because I remember at Capcom Cup, uh, they were doing an, a, a documentary on Momochi, and they were interviewing me, and they were asking, you know, they were saying like his results haven't been as strong. Do you feel like that that could be, mm. he could be dropped and stuff like that? And you know. I mean honestly, uh
0: like he's still qualified for Capcom Cup. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't think he's gonna I don't think he, he's still gonna for be a strong year. player. He's still gonna be Yo, a strong player. Oh, Definitely of worth uh, keeping up with him. But again, like
0: I agree, but if you let Satan JDCR go, you know, you're Yeah,
1: exactly. And and you know, a lot of people are talking about Rick Fox in here. I'm sure he has very little to do with this, to be honest with you. Uh I mean this sounds more to me like uh A decision, I mean, you dropped JDCR and Saint right before the Tekken World Tour finals, the Tekken, uh, you know, and they're in there. They're obviously super strong. I feel like there's something else at play. I really honestly yeah. don't think that this is just like, oh, you know what, I they're not winning, so I don't want to sign them. I don't want them on the team anymore. I think something else is at play here. I would suspect, you know, from history of all sorts of other things that maybe, you know, they're, you know whoever's investing in the company yeah. maybe is pulling out or something like that. That would be my guess on yeah. what's happening over here. Well,
0: as I said last week when we talked about this for a little bit, I had heard that there was a... There actually were a couple of venture capitalists who were pulling out of okay. esports. I had okay. heard about that. I didn't know if this was the, the result, result
1: of that. I, you know, I don't know
0: if there's a connection, uh, but um, certainly there there are rumors going around in sort of the esports undergrowth that there mm. were uh, people dropping out of it. Um, so anyway, a couple teams disbanding, or one team disbanding, a bunch of players getting dropped. Uh, on top of that, some events have less money for things. Right. And we can tell you on our end that there, there is less money for commentary mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. this year than there has been in previous years. And that's, that's something that I also have heard from the European commentators, uh, right. fighting game commentators.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, for example, uh, last year, last two years, we had the Brooklyn beatdown uh, by ESL uh, in September. And this year, they had their event there, but there was no fighting game side tournament there anymore, yeah. right? ESL King of the Hill isn't around anymore. Right. You know, so, uh, I mean, Red Bull Conquest feels like a decidedly kind of smaller thing, it, you it know? It seems like
0: that's what they've gone for, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. they do have commentators who are doing it.
1: Right, uh, yeah, 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 it yeah. does seem small. Uh-huh. So it just, I don't know, it seems like it's it, there's just a lot of i mean just full disclosure from this standpoint right now like a lot of people are talking about oh as a commentary this is the year you know oh stick with it this is the year and everything like that i can probably honestly say this year i'm going to make less than i did last year uh, with just the way that things are going just because there are less events and the events that actually paid decent esportsy salaries are the ones that are mostly dropping out at this point in time, so. (laughs) Right, no, for sure,
0: (laughs) for sure. Um, So the question first, I think before we get to sort of general esports, well, maybe we just, let's talk about this. So so in esports more broadly, because we've already linked it to that, um, there are rumors that the value of a League of Legends spot in the league is now worth substantially less than it was before. Really? Okay. Again, these are rumors mm-hmm. um, from the same sources that I've heard about like, you know, VCs backing out. Right. Uh, I've also heard that um, doesn't I mean doesn't seem to be hurting it too much cuz they're there's sort of uh, franchising expanding their franchising model to Europe, so mm-hmm. they they at least seem to feel reasonably confident about it. But, you know, there there aren't as many people playing and watching League of Legends as there used to be. Yeah. Um
1: well, I mean, obviously the battle royale genre sure. is starting to take over sure. now and everything. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely right. Um, uh, you know, Overwatch values places in its league at something like fifteen to twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that's sustainable long term? I just right. I'm not sure about that I, either. So.
1: what well, the crazy thing is, what I hated about it was that. Even just two to three years ago, you know, everyone was talking about esports is the big thing. It's going places, blah, 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 blah. And what that ends up doing is that it makes everybody be like, oh, I want to get in on this. So let's spend all this money yeah. so we can be on top of everything. And it's because everything I feel like is run by venture capitalists, because everything is kind of run through that investment route, we that's how we get this kind of overinflated situation it's just like when the tech companies were getting big remember when tech companies were big they would go public and their stocks would jump all the way really high up and then they would all die completely like in a week and then they would be gone right so i had a friend one time who had a choice between going to a startup company or an established company and i was like dude just go to the established like oh really okay yeah i was like for long-term concerns. yeah i was like do not go to the startup because the way that the and this was Was years later when it was already kind of starting to come down. So we had already learned that, right? So tech companies was what esports is now, right? So, but instead of stocks, it's just all these people investing money because they thought that they would get the return. But every time something big happens like that, that's what everyone puts in the money, and then everyone gets disappointed. So it's not just that everyone's growing and building something. It's it's like we don't start here and invest money to do this. We start here, and then everyone's like, this is the biggest thing, and they put in all this money. And then it grows, it grows, and everyone's like, this is not making any money. And then everyone pulls out, so instead of growing, we kind of do this, and then we get hit by this, like, yanking away, you know? And I feel like that's kind of happening to the, to the esports world right now.
0: Yeah, hey, man, tulips are just flowers in the end, so... Oh, um, the, one of the first uh, economic bubbles in world history was in the Netherlands, where they... they <laughs> do you know the story? No, I uh, don't. <laughs> okay, uh, where they, they happened to value tulip bulbs really highly. And okay. and they were trading tulip bulbs with each other to the point where it just got crazy. There were people were trading houses for tulip bulbs, and you know it was just totally wild. But it didn't seem like there was any way that they could go wrong because through this period of time, if you invested in a tulip bulb, you could trade it for more money. Right. So you yeah, just keep yeah, doing yeah. it, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It just, and they didn't have any experience with it, so right. the bubble finally crashed, yeah. and obviously they all. It have was money.
1: actually really funny, just because the the way that oh, um, no, like, the oh. way that you know economy works. It was funny because there was an episode of Ducktales that I always remember, that was always one of the most, like... Like, it was surprisingly, like, wise and really relevant to economy and stuff like okay. that, that. Like, I still remember as a kid, I watched it, I was like, this is awfully, like, not, like, children's subject. Okay. But they, like, ran into some town where the town was very, you know... Like, the city was very, you know, low-budget, like, very 3rd worldish, right? Okay. And then while they were leaving someone popped open a soda and dropped a bottle cap in there. And so all of a sudden, everybody was like, oh my God, this thing is the shiniest and coolest thing ever. So everyone wanted bottle caps, and they started getting bottle caps, and that started becoming their method of currency, and it was like throwing their country apart. So (laughs) Scrooge McDuck was like, we'll solve this by making bottle caps irrelevant, and we'll just throw a shit ton of bottle caps into the city so that they'll stop caring about it. So they threw in a bunch of bottle (laughs) caps in there, and then all of a sudden they like went to a restaurant and it was like this burger was like five thousand bottle caps. So instead right. of actually like you know, making it worthless, then it just like inflated. Yeah. And I was like when, once
0: you got money, you got money.
1: Yeah, that's I was right. like, dang, that's actually really kind of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is a Disney afternoon cartoon. I was really surprised about yeah. that. So Well, oh, he's man. a he's
0: a grotesque billionaire capitalist who hoards money away from all the rest of society. <laughs> so you know, that's, that's the nature of the show, I guess. Ugh, man. Um anyways. Uh yeah, I think I think that there's like a, a real a real bubble.
1: Yeah, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure. And it feels like we're hitting it.
0: And, right And yeah, I do I do think that that's true. Um, I think that the way that the sort of larger esports world is going is sort of in that. But I don't think that it's I don't think that it's sort of um, in every case. So uh, I think and pe- people have so, sort of been talking about this already. Uh, one of the reasons that sort of league is I mean, it's doing alright, but it hasn't Mm -hmm, fallen mm -hmm. off completely. One of the reasons it seems to not be doing quite as well is that Fortnite is just dominating ridiculously mm-hmm. in a way that League of Legends was that game a mm-hmm. few years mm-hmm. ago, but not even with what Fortnite has currently. Like, it I, does not at anything like the player player base.
1: I mean, look what's going on with Ninja right now. Yeah. I mean, I just saw that guy in a like in a mainstream commercial, yeah. and then I heard he's going to be playing Fortnite with Ellen, with Ellen pretty yes, soon. Correct. I mean, didn't that happen already? I don't oh, know. did it? Yeah. I don't even know. But that feels oh. like a bubble that's going to burst. Well, as see, well, I'm not so, so. sure.
0: So, I, I think I think that the. The problem that's inherent in esports is that this is a, it's not a sport that lasts a long time. Mm-hmm. No individual game is a sport that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. So we're still playing basketball, we're still playing hockey, we're still playing football. The leagues that run them, they've, they vary the rule sets a little bit. Like, year to year, They change a little bit here yeah, and there. but, but they're basically the same game.
1: Right, but it's always changing it to help the audience yeah, enjoy yeah. But, it more, but, right? So yeah, but... The, it's not just the for the point sake of football's flavor. Football's not
0: going anywhere, right? right? Hockey's mm-hmm. not... It's, you can just play these games forever. Um, it's, that's not the case when it comes to video games because video games are a product and they have product cycles mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. their developers are going to stop supporting them. The consumers are going to move on. That's just what's happened in every case. Right. The very few games that have survived are, I don't know, half a dozen or fewer in a competitive sense. Super
1: turbo, some people are still playing that. Right, Melee, Melee, for example. Hey, this weekend, I'm going to be doing commentary for classic Tetris World Championships, which is Tetris on the NES. So (laughs) some games have survived,
0: but it's very, very few. And I think that it's unreasonable to expect a game like League of Legends to last forever. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's probably not gonna happen. So at some point, a game comes along that may have been another game in the past that uh, League of Legends eclipsed. Now Fortnite has eclipsed that. It's going to be something else in the future. Right. Fortnite's not going to last forever either. There's <laughs> going to be some new game. So if you're if you're somebody who is pumping in money into eSports, you're going to be disappointed unless you happen to find that game that has blown up <laughs> immediately you find it or you find it even before it actually does blow up. So right. you're kind of speculating. But once once a game has blown up, in the sense that like a League, Le- a League of Legends did. If you are a team now who wants to get a franchise spot in the EU, um, in Europe, uh, uh, you can't guarantee anything like the profits that may have been possible, or may have seemed possible in the past.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, that So older games I think are just inherently bubbles. I just think that's, esports is just a set of bubbles. <laughs> and so, so Fortnite right now yeah. is doing great. It, mm-hmm, is, it mm-hmm. is expanding. But it's not gonna be expanding forever. At some right. point, some other game comes out. So mm-hmm. I, I just I think that's like an inherent issue in esports that we're just not gonna be able to change barring huge changes in how products get made.
1: Right, and that's always the tricky thing for League of Legends. I mean, I always felt like it was odd that Riot never seemed to wanna to make a new game. Like I just like even Blizzard is like making new games constantly, right? Yeah. But like Riot, for some reason, they're just like writing League of Legends like like it's not going anywhere. But yeah. at some point in time, you know, it does start to get old potentially, yeah. you know. And you know, they've done it before. They've updated the entire graphics engine, right? They to have. try to make it look better and more relevant. And they could probably keep doing that as it goes. They but could. you know, um, it's interesting because on the other side of everything, you know, is the fighting game community yeah. and we, although we have got caught in the bubble-ish sort of way, we still haven't got hit as badly as I feel like a lot of the other, uh, that other places can be hit just because we're still growing on our own grassrootsy a little bit. Right,
0: and, and certainly historically there have been worse bubbles than, than are right now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Esports has been through that a couple of times. So when it comes to the FGC, I do think that there is a bubble in some sense. But the FGC can't contract all the way. So, so like, if League of Legends mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. dies, then it's just dead. But uh, nothing uh, else uh, is going <laughs> to pop. It's, there's no, it's not like a MOBA scene. It's League of Legends or Dota right. where some people play other games. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, Whereas the fighting game scene is not going to contract like that. Uh, we're just so accustomed to having this base level of grassroots. Mm-hmm. It, we, I just don't think we can contract past that. So I, I think there's a right. level where we are still growing, but... Uh, I I like your idea of of thinking about things like this. So the FGC grassroots is like an amount. Right. uh And then there's this layer of money, the little atmosphere (laughs) of money that's grown up around it. Right. And that is maybe shrinking. Yeah, that part mm-hmm, is maybe mm-hmm, shrinking, mm-hmm. and and I think that we can see that with stuff like Echo Fox dropping people, there being less money to commentate, right. stuff like that. I think is becoming to be a, yeah. a little bit more.
1: And, and for the tos, it's going to hurt as well. You know, they're not their events are probably not going to be as successful. And you know, really, right now, it's less that the FGC is going to disappear or go away. It's more that the hopes of making this a potential career for many people. Not just the select few, but actually making this a career for a good number of people yeah. in the fighting game community probably is not going to be a sustainable Seems thing, right? So even for commentators, for TOs, for players and stuff, it's just going to be the Tokitos and Sonic Foxes and Justin Wongs who are going to be in that position, I feel like. You well, know. I,
0: I think it's a little bit more, in my view, it's a little bit more expensive than that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's way more expensive than that. I think I think is my guess. What
1: expensive and expensive? Oh, expansive. Um, gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha, gotcha, that gotcha. is to yeah. say I think that there's uh-huh.
0: going to be more than just the Tokitos and Sonic Foxes who are sponsored. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. there's always going to be more than that. But um, we, you know, we may have reached something like peak sponsorship,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I don't know if there's going to be more. So the rest of the players who don't have long-term things are, are always going to be battling for like whatever right. the new sponsor is. Um, I don't know that they'll have secure jobs.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I I don't even necessarily, I mean, I don't think like we've reached peak sponsorship because if the FTC just keeps doing what it's doing, it's just going to keep growing. Sure. Oh, I'm with you on that. It'll get bigger to that point. It's just that, you know, it's going back to the original thought process that we had Maybe even five, ten, you know, five, eight years ago, where I was like, it's gonna take a couple of decades before we're there. Everything just kind of jumped ahead really fast, and we all got kind of, you know, like, oh my God, this is crazy, and stuff like that. But it might be jumping back to that slow and steady race again, you know. Again, An event like Evo is not going anywhere because Evo is not a venture capitalist thing. You know what I mean? It's not like there's these investors putting money into Evo going, you're going to make us money back. Sure. It's literally just those guys are – I mean, it's still a grassroots event as much as it is not a grassroots event. You know what I mean? But I still call Evo one of the biggest grassroots events because it's just run by guys who just have the ability to – It certainly has
0: that history. Yeah. yeah, So. Um, But I'm – so I'm also a little bit concerned about some of the some of the things going on in, in esports. There have always been it's always been the sort of seedy underside mm-hmm, of esports mm-hmm. forever. Tournaments have had it since as long as I've been involved in the scene, probably longer. Right, since literally since I got involved, I've been hearing about people who are hucksters and promising too much.
1: I'll tell you right, right away. It's actually one of the reasons why I really. Like you know that every time we have events, I'm not a fan of going to the after parties, like yeah. the Twitch after parties and stuff like that. It's one of the reasons why I don't like them, because they they feel like, like, you're celebrating too early. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like we're not there yet. You know, this is too much money to be spending on this kind of stuff, and we're not there yet. Like we're we're acting like we're already king of the world. Mm. And not only that, but I just feel like that that's not what. Video game players are interested in anyway, so... The
0: parties at the end. Yeah, or...
1: the parties and stuff like that. It's always seemed kind of weird to there's... me. I don't know. I've never been a fan of eSports after parties. I've I know. Always, I, yeah. I've always hated them.
0: There's so. a, there's a weird feel to them. They feel more like frat events. To yeah, me yeah.
1: Uh-huh, yeah, else, uh-huh. So. Um, feels like I'm in college now I get to I get to do this even older
0: know? even older people well
1: I'm, as right, a frat of like, it you know yeah. like in the comparison so okay, when you yeah. get into college you're like oh, look I can do this yeah, frat you're a little party kid, you know whatever yeah. being,
0: mm-hmm. being a jerk uh yeah, I mean, I, I I like the like hang out and just be with your friends aspect of after parties, but I definitely yeah. see what you're talking about in terms of. I mean, the I would like it to too side. if you
1: can actually talk to them. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I yeah, just yeah. hate the noise level and They're stuff like that. They're very loud. They're just like so. the stereotypical after parties. Yeah, and, yeah.
0: Um, anyway, what I want to avoid is is, uh, as we continue to grow, is to continue to avoid the bad side of esports funding, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if we can if we can possibly do that. Um, so one thing that I've been thinking about lately. Is uh, is Saudi Arabia? Ooh. There's been a lot of.
1: I've seen people talk about that, and okay. I, I don't know the whole story, so please well, educate me on this whole. All thing.
0: right. The most recent thing is that they seem to have probably murdered a journalist in a Turkish uh, embassy.
1: Okay, I did um, hear about that one.
0: <laughs> so that that probably happened. Uh, although, whatever they're denying. it. You know?
1: uh-huh, um, uh-huh. But
0: that's that's uh, you know they've been they've had human rights abuses forever.
1: Right. Yeah, they have yeah, a
0: gross yeah. war uh-huh. going uh-huh. on at the same mm-hmm. time. It's just it's basically forever. Um, so last year evo representatives met with uh saudi arabian prince uh, at evo japan they like tweeted about it Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so i want to avoid working with them Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm, just in general mm -hmm. so this is like that is to say i think that there may be a bubble i think a lot of people want to get involved in esports i think some of them are going to be people who i don't want to work with and this is definitely an example of that. Right. Um, and
1: I heard, I, I heard a lot of this also from the standpoint of WWE.
0: Yes. Like, apparently
1: they made deals with Saudi Arabia to do a bunch of stuff. And I saw a lot of people talking about that and being angry about it for similar reasons. I've heard the same you know? thing, yeah. yeah. I don't okay. follow that
0: very closely, but I've heard okay, the same okay. thing. Uh, that is not, no, the prince who met with the folks at EVO is not the current crown prince who seems to be basically in control there it was another member of the okay, royal family okay. but it's a huge royal family so um, i'm not i'm not sure what executive the relationship right. was there but in any case somebody and there's there's going to be a, a Japan Saudi Arabia esports match that they announced oh, real, that's okay. going to be in January there's going to be a series where there's games that happen in Saudi there's going to be games that happen in Japan
1: is this for FGC or that's is this not, as far as i know
0: not announced okay, okay i don't know okay. but i suspect considering that it's Japan that there's going to be fighting games involved right. cuz that's one of the biggest Competitive video games there is sort of genres of video games. They're trying
1: to turn Street Fighter into a national sport over there, right? So So, they already announced that. In Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I
0: really don't want that to happen with Saudi Arabia. I got to be honest, folks. That really... That's like something so clearly to avoid. And I really hope that Evo does avoid that. Right. Uh, I feel like if Evo were to jump into that, then... Whatever the grassroots claims were to be, would basically be cast out in favor of big money. Right. Um, so really hope that that does not occur. Uh, but I, I certainly feel that there's a, a bubble, and that along with the bubble comes with uh, comes uh, some bad actors. And you know that's I think mm. one of the bad actors to to be bad
1: uh, actors. Yeah. Is that a term or? Yeah. Oh, a... okay. I haven't heard. Okay. Oh, okay. okay.
0: <laughs> Pretty common in international speak.
1: So. Oh, okay, okay. I was just thinking like, oh, that means They're you're not just, actually acting. I thought that meant you were like, you know, uh, Charlie Nash and the Legend of Chun Li, you know, oh, Chris man. Klein.
0: Okay, which Charlie I never saw. Nash! Yeah, I know. Interpol! Saw that
1: movie. Oh, God. You need to see that movie. I didn't watch it
0: on purpose because I thought it would suck.
1: Dude, and that's why, dude, you don't even know the level of Charlie Nash suckitude, dude. I mean, you don't even know. Oh, there's God. like highlight clips on YouTube that you need. Oh, my God. It's so good.
0: Look, as the FGC grows, there's really no way to avoid politics, I feel. There's going to be more situations where somebody has a political stance or is just a Mm -hmm. political body like the kingdom of saudi arabia is um or the you know japan has an official body now as fighting games grow and as esports grow there's just no way to avoid that stuff
1: right yeah yeah, yeah. that's gonna happen because the, the hard part about it is i mean what's gonna be interesting in japan and this is a whole different side of things right i mean reading daigo's book He said he at what the time that he quit fighting games, he really got into Mahjong and he said like he probably could have gotten to the point where he would have been one of the best players in Mahjong in the country. But he didn't want to join it because Mahjong is run completely by the Yakuza in Japan and he just didn't feel like he wanted to, you know, represent that and like, oh, how would that look to kids and da 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 you know, that's not kind of how I feel like I wanna do that, right? But as the fighting game community gets bigger in Japan, you don't think that that's gonna come up? You don't think that the Yakuza is gonna start trying to like come up to Tokito and be like, "You're gonna throw this match," you know, kind of thing. Like, I mean, honestly, these things are unavoidable. As soon as money gets involved, it becomes unavoidable. Well, it happened
0: in Korea multiple occasions. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Match throwing in there. So,
1: Star yeah. Crime. So, <laughs> Tohiko with Demon there. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. So, oh yeah, that's true. Maybe Tokido actually does run the Yukimi. <laughs> Who knows? All right. <laughs> but
0: uh, uh, anyway, yeah, I do think that there's a bit of a bubble, and I think that I think it is, it hasn't burst. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Uh, Maybe deflating a little bit. Yeah. So here's the question, though: Is do you feel like there's still a path for the FTC to n- not grow at a slow pace? Do you feel like that there is a way to still get this into another level because you know? Sorry to, 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 to ask you and then answer myself, but like right now, I feel like with the Arxis World Tour, with the Capcom World Tour, Dragon Ball, Tekken World Tour, these things are all good signs right now, and I think that they're very Good to have happen you know and and you know uh, I again I feel like Capcom establishing the the Pro Tour kind of thing was a, was a really really strong move for the FGC because it's still mostly funded by themselves right mm-hmm. I think that they probably had some Sony money before or something oh, like right. that before but you know I'm sure even Sony wasn't like venture capitalist like here's a few million dollars kind Seems of thing unlikely. right so um you know I feel like we're still getting to the, we're at a point where we can grow and we're growing yeah, well yeah but just probably not fast enough for this current generation to necessarily uh, reap the benefits of it.
0: I think I agree with that. Uh, I think that it, you know maybe maybe players salaries won't be $150,000 in the future mm-hmm. maybe they'll shrink back down, which is about the max that some players get um, okay. in the FGC uh, that's rare. But yeah, that is about what the uh, max is, so maybe that's not going to happen anymore. Maybe they'll they'll shrink down a little bit. Maybe fewer commentators will be able to do it full time. Maybe fewer streamers mm-hmm. will be able to do it full time. But uh, I do I do think that there's a sense in which it's just going to keep growing. Yeah. Uh, I don't I just don't see it falling apart. There's there's too much that's been built up in the grassroots, too much that's, that's undergirding all of this,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, that's just not gonna go away. We just like to watch and play fighting games. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of people do. Um, and there's, there's a lot of infrastructure that's been built up for where you can actually physically do that mm-hmm. uh, in a way that doesn't exist for many other game genres. Even games like League that have way more players no longer really have that sort of undergirding of here's how we run a grassroots tournament. Right. That stuff did used to exist, but it's basically gone now. So if that if the structure of their leagues were to just go away, that's there's it. really nothing yeah, left. That's yeah, it. it would be on the players to build it up again and that takes a long
1: time. I mean, it's interesting because this is why even Five over five years ago I was so anti MLG yeah. at the time because this is exactly the scenario that I would be scared of is that MLG would be like, Hey, let's join let's pick up the fighting game community, let's pump all this money into it, and we would get all this money and do all the stuff, and then basically they're like, Eh, you know what, fighting games aren't doing much, we're going to, you know, drop all the fighting game stuff, and then all of a sudden we're left with nothing and it's you kinda jump ahead and you gotta drop yeah. back. Whereas yeah. Right now, I I like the fact that we've gotten to this point by still building up where we are. And even with all the sponsors, really, of picking up all these players and everything like that, I don't feel like we've gotten to that point where it feels like someone has injected a ton of money to the point where now if they pull out, then the fighting game community is going to collapse. I feel like we can still survive here. I agree with that. But like I said, I, I feel like we're slowly returning back to the point of the slow growth that we were experiencing even just like you know five years ago six years ago
0: well i think you're right about the the developers i think the developers themselves will probably keep giving money Mm -hmm. so i don't think that it's going to be like back to where it was pre was it 2012 that the first the 25th anniversary capcom thing happened it was like Uh really the first time there was big money um, they're probably not going to go back to how it was before that, right? But mm-hmm. I don't expect it to keep this very significant upward. I don't think that it's going to keep on quite the trajectory that it was. Right. Uh-huh. I think it's probably uh-huh. going to go back to something like the growth curve that we were looking at before. But I think that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally fine. Uh, has the have the pro tours been eroding the grassroots for the more corporate dependent side? Well, my my view on that is no. What they what they tend to give is. Uh, uh, pop bonuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's uh-huh. there's rarely much more support than that. To be honest, they rarely give money to the events. It's basically the same for mm-hmm, the events mm-hmm, side, mm-hmm. Uh, and for most of the attendees, are not getting those pop bonuses. So, right. like the top level players are definitely getting more money, but is that eroding the grassroots side? I don't I don't think it is. Right. I think the grassroots side is definitely still there.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean. It does. I don't feel like the world tours. Yeah, they're definitely not any sort of crazy. Like here, you know, tournament. Here's all this cash to run all this stuff. No, it's not what's happening. It's not what's happening at all. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. So is that really true? Is that true that Owl kind of killed all the grassroots stuff for Overwatch?
0: uh, Overwatch was so young that I don't. I don't think it'd be fair to say that they had like a strong grassroots. Right. They definitely did have some tournaments going on. There's some series going on. Mm-hmm. There were places where you could talk about Overwatch uh, before Blizzard got involved. But I wouldn't really say that there was like a strong grassroots scene because yeah. it just it had like a year and a half before uh, mm-hmm. Overwatch League was announced. Yeah,
1: I mean, someone's saying that you know that they, some, of course just- all the leagues you know have it so that people stream the events on their. You know on their, so for example, at CEO, Dragon Ball is going to be on the Dragon Ball Fighters Channel. Yeah. Tekken's going to be on the Tekken Channel, Street Fighters on the Capcom Fighters Channel, etc., yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. The way that they benefit the events is that they increase the number of entrants and thus you get a lot more money from the venue fees and you know, just all the side money and stuff like that, right? So the more people that are there, the more, pe- more you can start charging for booth space, the more people yeah. there, the more you can charge for your own. You know. So it's, that's kind of the, 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 the give and take methodology of that whole thing is, yeah, we get the stream number revenue but we help you get the players there and we add the prestige to your event, so that helps your events a little bit. How much that actually helps the events, I don't really know, because I'm not you know, part of the TO side of things, yeah. but um, that's the general idea of how it's supposed to work. So. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I don't think that FGC is gonna go anywhere. I just think that it's probably the case that we won't grow as quickly as we have seemed to over the past couple of years.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But again, that's fine. We've been saying it the whole time, that we're fine with slow,
2: mm-hmm.
0: dependable growth. Right. Like, this is something that James and I have been involved in, with for, like, for me, 18 years, and you, <laughs> 25?
1: Something like that. Yeah. So, I've been playing fighting games forever. Yeah, now. since
0: they started. Uh, so, for us, taking the long haul is okay. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to be
1: here. Yeah, I remember. Not going anywhere. I was just it's talking right. to somebody recently in Canada. And we were talking about stuff and, you know, they were asking how I became a commentator. And I was like, well, yeah. I've been playing all these games all the time. I was always an analyzer, even like back in 91 or 92 when Street Fighter 2 came out. I was analyzing and all this stuff. And they were yeah. like, I wasn't, that was before I was born. And I was like, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> dang it. Oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But, um, again... It's tough, you know, obviously for someone like me, like I'm seeing if I can try to make this a career. Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know if I can at this point in time. The only way you know, i my thoughts yeah, too. I know. The only way I can make this honestly a career is if I just really like for example, I I've, I've talked to you about this. I don't know the I don't think we've mentioned this on stream before, but the the studio space that we're in right yeah. now, this room, I'm considering renting out again. Yeah. This and, is in James's place. Yeah, this is in my basement basically, which is the next room. This is where Justin Wong used to live right. at one point in time. I've been thinking about renting this out again for a li- for extra income. Yeah. You know, Maybe I could do that. I have to move this back upstairs and so we might have to do sofa streams That's again awesome. and stuff like that. But you know, it's um, it's uh, actually, you know what? The funniest thing is, Rift Tripper, my best friend in kindergarten was named Jesus. <laughs> Honestly, like uh, I grew up with one of my best friends named Jesus, so you know, I actually I mean, did. Yeah. I actually did meet him back in my I mean, day. Yeah,
0: we all know people named
1: Jesus. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> But yeah, so like you know those kind of things like that. So anyway, we'll yeah, see. I don't. We'll I don't see. think it's.
0: I mean, that's been my position. Uh, I haven't thought that this is something to quit your day job over. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I didn't quit. I no, got, I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, there
0: are there are still almost nobody making their sole career in commentary. There right. are like mm-hmm. four or five people.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: And two of the people who do it full time actually just work for ESL and they do other things than just commentate all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I feel like that's like not plausible. They also yeah. have, they're they're in a very different like life situation. It's just like mm-hmm. they don't own yeah, a yeah. home. They don't have a, <laughs> you know family. Like it's it's just right. not. It's a different story. So
1: yeah, yeah kind of a uh, su- surprise I mean look the thing is when Yipes joined the Bitcoin thing I, I mean I think that's a great idea to be honest with you like I, I'm probably going to talk to Lapchi, maybe see if e-sports I eSports can... ecosystem yeah I mean there's
0: I'm not I'm not convinced well
1: I, I mean but, I mean like it, you know you're there to promote it and stuff And I,
0: I hear you I mean I you know he's a friend of mine I hope it works mm-hmm. out I just uh, you know we'll
1: see yeah yes I was liberated from the shackles of employment exactly so I mean, at this point in time, maybe I should just go back to programming or whatever like that, because, you know, you talked about, like, I mean, honestly, again, like, full disclosure, like, when I was working at the computer job, like, I was making close to what a lot of those, the, the, you said the top players yeah, are man, making for right sure. now. You know, that's how much you make in the computer industry and stuff You had like risen that. up.
0: You'd been doing it for a while. Yeah,
1: exactly. For sure. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh,
0: it, it is also true that some of the people who do commentary full-time, or at least mostly full-time, some still have part-time jobs. Um, that they own that they don't only do fighting games. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So some people do there's uh, what was it called? The mobile MOBA that Tencent made. Oh oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's I've the actually one, been playing. That's that's the one Something that rip, of Valor. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that Rip is doing, it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, Vainglory. also Vainglory. No, it's not Vainglory. Arena of Valor. Arena of Valor, okay. okay. I've actually played it. Uh, there's also uh, Majin Obama doing Shadowverse. That's right. So there's yeah. like a little bit more and, yeah, and if you're yeah, gonna yeah. make it your job, then I do feel like you gotta go to whatever the hot stuff is. That's mm-hmm. what people do in other esports. Mm-hmm. Almost nobody in esports only does as in one commentators only do one game.
1: Or even one genre,
0: or or even a genre, yeah, unless you're a specific, uh-huh. unless you're like literally employed by Riot to only right, do yeah, League, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh,
1: uh, uh-huh. which
0: is the case for some hey, of commentators. Man. you're you're going or whatever the hot stuff is,
1: dude. I'm doing Tetris this weekend. You there know, you go, this is where all the big esports bucks there are in go. Tetris.
0: <laughs> That'd be sick
1: oh man uh, ripped
0: it pub g i didn't even know that that's i mean
1: so to cool. be fair with you though i feel like tetris has a lot of potential just because everybody's played the damn game everybody it's knows a it. great game i don't think it's gonna get to like fortnite or anything like imagine, that man, no I'm one's gonna, gonna get that level you. but you know we'll see yeah yeah uh, okay
0: so like maybe if you're artosis and tasteless you only get to no that's not even true they haven't only done starcraft they've yeah, also yeah, done other uh, stuff
1: yeah yeah they definitely haven't. yeah, not yeah that i think uh, about uh-huh. it uh-huh well, 100% I've seen them do other yeah, things Yeah, they definitely have. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tetris Battle Royale. <laughs> so unless you're going to be doing a bunch of stuff, if you if you want to only do fighting games, I feel like it's not practical.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at right now, and I'm just trying to figure out what I need to do next at this point. So unless I can figure out some sort of crazy side thing, you know, and, and figure something out. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, they did Tekken commentary at one point in time, so.
0: Ketchup and mustard do Quake. Uh, there's something else. This is another big game that they've yeah. done.
1: And honestly, that's why the Tetris Classic World Championships are actually so cool to watch. Is because it is classic Nest Tetris. It's just about being good, and it literally is getting to the point where you know the, the it's it's a game that gets to a point where literally there's a cap, right? So once it gets to a certain level, just people can't survive anymore. Okay. It's just it's too hard to survive, and so. To top out at max score of nine 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 requires you to get you know a certain number of tetrises and a certain uh, amount of time. Like it's very contained, right? And in fact, there's just a, a a brand new kid who's like bursting into the nest tetris scene, who apparently has made it to level thirty three now, or twenty three, or something crazy like that. And he's like actually gotten further than anybody else. He also maxed out playing the game one handed. Which is like unheard of. That's crazy. So he's going to be playing it this weekend. So, you know, he may be a person who may upset the. What do you have it? to play
0: it on the on the real controller?
1: You do have to play on the real controller. Yeah, but like, because I mean, honestly, if you had a hitbox controller, oh my god, that'd be like so good okay. for that game. Because okay. <laughs> you, you would just be like, double top things, you know, things like that. So, you know, but yeah. Anyways, that's why the classic Tetris is so because new Tetris is. I don't, like, personally, I don't like the way Tetris is gone, you know, like, I, I played against, uh, you know, um, people in Canada, right, I went there and played, in Can- I played against Drewface, mm. and, you know, we played one game, and I played straight up Tetris once, but then I was like, alright, let me try doing this stupid four-wide crap, and, you know, it's just like, I was even telling my brother, I was like, you don't even, you don't even, you can't even recognize the game anymore, right, you know, right. it doesn't I've even look it, yeah. like I'm playing Tetris, yeah. like, what is even happening yeah, here, cool. so, yeah. Well, yeah, Corian is the interesting one. He was one of the best in Tetris the Grandmaster, but he's caught up now in Tetris, Nest Tetris. He actually sat down and learned Nest Tetris, and he even beat Jonas in an exhibition in China, I believe it was, and uh, that's pretty crazy, so.
0: This is an old conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. dude. That's true. I mean, look, I've never played Triforce. The one time I tried playing Triforce, he was just like, there's no point because I know all the triple T spin setups and all that stuff like that, and I was like, yeah, okay, that's kind of stupid, right? And so, uh, but I mean, when I played Marn straight up, and after I crushed Marn, he was like, I think you would crush Triforce, is what he told me. So that's what he told me. So,
0: there's no way he's good at video games, right? That
1: Triforce. <laughs> so you know what the worst thing about it is? He scored. He got into the Guinness Book by getting nine 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 like nine million whatever on Tetris on the DS. Okay and like you know he just thought, oh my god it was so hard blah 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 it's not
0: hard it's, oh yeah it's
1: not hard at all because the Tetris DS one player mode you could rotate pieces forever and they don't lock so if you don't know where to put a piece as long as you can slide it back and forth and keep rotating it never locks and then you can just kind of like dilly dallying and it doesn't get to a speed where it's unplayable hmm. like i played to the point where i got to 999 lines which was less than the 9 million whatever points and i was just like i'm done with this shit i can't do this anymore because this is this just... was it boring or is there something yeah it, 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 it's hours it's oh, hours see, yeah, okay. and hours, okay. so and hours. Just a yeah, yeah it's, uh-huh. just a marathon. like in it's order not... to get to nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand whatever like that that's like Fifteen hours of like doing the same okay, thing in Tetris horrible. for yeah, so I just didn't even bother. I got to nine 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 and I proved that I could lines, right. and I just stopped at that point. But I could have gotten to nine million if I wanted to. It's not like it's not hard. That's the thing. So, all right, yeah.
0: Well, anyways, anyways. Uh, all right, enough about <laughs> esports and the likely bubble that it's in. But again, more accurately, IMO is that it's not that there is a one bubble in eSports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's that each individual game represents a bubble and that that, and that each game has a lifespan. At some point, it's going to pop.
1: Yeah, yeah. But,
0: you know, hey, each each new game that comes out that really picks up steam seems to be picking up steam way more than the previous one yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fortnite is absurd in terms of levels of people playing it. Right. So, hey, as long as that continues, then maybe we'll be all right. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, so. look, the bubble is like this, but it keeps taking hits... So it keeps shrinking. And we have to make sure that we let go of the bubble to let it recharge. And then when you hit it again, it'll be full size again. And you can kind of aim it a little bit with the analog stick and avoid. Anyways. Isn't it bubble ball? No, it's a Smash Brothers thing. You know, the shield, the bubble, the blocking. The sh- oh, okay. All right. All right. Anyway.
0: Is anybody an egg?
1: Oh, that that's Yoshi. That's oh, only Yoshi. Think, but yeah. That, I was trying to continue the joke.
0: Anyway, all right, I guess that's it for this subject. Okay. Want to take a little break there?
1: Sure, no problem. When we come back, let's talk about Seam and a bunch of other results. Obviously, Seam was the big one this weekend, so we'll be right back to talk about that. Pew, 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 pew. I did that beforehand. Oh, no, I'm oh. doing pew too. You know, it's funny. I mean, if if they would have me, I would 100% love to do some Smash Ultimate commentary.
0: You probably got to get in on that now. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I, mean like, I don't mean in Smash. I mean in Smash Four.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: probably that like good.
1: Yeah, I mean that's why know, I don't know. I don't think it's something that I'm gonna actively you know try to try to try to do. So less less like Tekken. Like Tekken is something that I actively want to commentate because I'm enjoying that game so much. Jesus. Oh, is it actually hard? Yeah. Oh, there thanks for sure. let me grab a walnut yeah. for my reward here. Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: But like, Tekken is something that I actively want to commentate just because I'm enjoying it so much, and I and I and I feel like I really want to commentate that game. Mm-hmm. Are you opening that right now? Opening what? <laughs> I think my favorite joke that I saw was uh, someone said like, "I got the new Spider-Man game, and they opened it, inside was dust." really yeah oh no because it was an avengers reference so you know
0: ah i understand
1: <laughs>
0: i understand i was just mad on their behalf but no,
1: okay. no, no no it was just it was a joke it was a meme so yeah after he opened it and saw it he was like ah oh, man i don't feel so good <laughs> okay all right now i get it <laughs> Hey, you still have Zoidberg once again back Whoa. with a thousand bits donation. That's a lot of bits. That is a lot of bits. Thank you, Zoidberg. Woo! Nice work. Am <laughs> I
0: opening this here?
1: Mister Armory has. A, I mean, they can hear that. Trust me, they can hear that. It's ASMR. Seriously, it's like that crinkling right now. They can definitely hear that. Yeah, let me let me see this. Ooh, real quick. smell that. I was just about to do that. It smells uh, good, right? I love the smell of new... But you know what I miss? I miss the smell of new instruction booklets. Oh. Because games don't come with instruction booklets anymore. Dang, you're right, It's really sad. That.
0: Hmm. It smells good. It yeah, smells like not, an excellent video game. Trust me,
1: it has nothing to do with what David is eating that he's smelling right now. What do we get? One bit for RIP JDCR 2 soon. I'll
0: woo for that. Woo! woo. And uh,
1: oh, thanks for the subscription. H- Hideo Kojima with the subscription. Thank you. Kojimer, all right. <laughs> Hideo Kojima. I always thought that before cuz it was funny cuz before like the developers were famous, you know, when you played Metal Gear Solid 1, it wasn't like Hideo Kojima's name was like on everybody on the tip of everybody's tongue. So when your TV screwed up during the Psycho Mantis fight and it said Hideo instead of video on The screen, I never understood that. I didn't get that because Psychomantis screws with your TV while you mm-hmm. play. You know how a lot of them you hit the button, it goes from cable I've never to TV. Game Oh, open. really? Yeah. Oh, so he blacks out the screen. Oh, wow! And it's in green letters where it always says video on like all the TVs, it says Hideo instead. Ah, that's clever. And so it says Hideo. And I, when I was used to play that game, I never got what that meant. So, and shout outs to Time Pants for the sub right there. So. Hey, oh. But man, that was still one of the greatest video game fights ever because me and Jeff had, me and my brother Jeff had played a ton of symphonies of the night beforehand or whatever like that, right? And you know, we were sitting there fighting Psycho Mantis and he's like, I can read your mind. He's like, I will do so right now. And he looks and he goes... You like Castlevania, uh, and we were like, "Oh, that's funny." He—they just probably say that to everybody, right? Yeah. We talked to one of our friends. He's like, "He didn't say that to me." <laughs> we were like, "What the hell? How did they? What? How did they know then?" And I, you know, it's because they—they read the save data on the on the on the PlayStation. Oh, days. interesting. Because he could also say you like Nagano Winter Olympics if you oh. had that game on there, dude. It was like oh, the. That's pretty really cool. And he was like put your controller down on a flat surface and you put your controller down I was like I will move it with my mind and he goes and the controller vibrates wow dude Psycho Mantis fight was the greatest thing it actually ever, pretty dude. sick yeah and he could read all of your inputs you could never shoot him And one of the ways to beat him, there's several ways to beat him, but one of the ways is that you unplug the controller and plug it into the controller 2 port because he was reading port number 1. And so when you put it in port 2, he couldn't read your inputs
0: anymore. (laughs) Okay, that's awesome.
1: Metal Gear Solid was ridiculous. That game was ridiculous, dude. Psycho just was such a great fight. All
0: right. Uh, I'm not going to root for that, but thanks anyway. What's Uh, that? You want want to come back to the thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: sure, sure. Okay. Uh, if Mr. Henry sees me in Portland, will I give him an autograph? Absolutely, dude. He's 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 been in my streams forever. He's been a long-time supporter, long-time supporter.
0: Let's move on. All right. Alright, welcome back to the show. It's the Tuesday show. We've talked a little bit about this one, now we're going to move on to the next one, Mm -hmm. which of course is going to be some results that happened over the past weekend. If you wanted to see a probably better rundown, you should check out the Best of Five show from before Mm -hmm. this episode started, where King Offsuit puts together a really nice set of slides with the actual full results, Mm -hmm. at least top eights.
1: Yep, and uh, Southeast Asia majors. The best thing about this event is it's really starting to become like the premier Asia event. It's really, I feel like, starting to just kind of establish itself. You feel like it's been, been it. like that? Yeah, it has. But I feel like it's getting even more so now. Okay. You know, obviously there's going to be Evo Japan and stuff, but that's only one year old. So we'll see how long you know, and see how well that grows and everything like that. But sure. you know, obviously with uh, Southeast Asia majors, everyone's going there. It was a Capcom premier event. It was the asia finals for cpt it was a saga event for dragon ball it was was a masters event for tekken so it's just it was everything it's everything and so you know there's very few events that get that kind of uh, that kind of play
0: that is true mm -hmm. all right well let's get to some of the results I mean we didn't go so I can't talk about that part of it Mm
1: -hmm. I did hear it was cool I heard it was fun okay
0: uh, I also heard that Singapore was interesting to people who hadn't been there before.
1: Yeah, I am really. I, I, I would love to go to Singapore one of these I days. I agree with you. So, yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Cool. All right, well, let's talk about the old results then.
1: It's SEA major now. Is yeah, that's what they seem, were all saying, yeah. So we can't call it SEAM anymore? I mean, whatever. Whatever. We're eSports, we have to. There you go.
0: I thought the results were pretty cool. Um, did you watch much, much of it, if any
1: of it? I watched pieces of it. I watched pieces of it. I didn't get a chance to watch a lot of it. I was busy doing other things like karaoke this weekend. And oh, cool, like man. Stuff like that, yeah. So. First time in a long time. Felt really good.
0: Very nice. Yeah. Well, I watched quite a bit of it. Uh, in Street Fighter IV, Big Bird is the dude who won the whole thing in the open premiere. Dang,
1: who did he use, Hakan? He
0: used... Rashid and Ken?
1: You said Street Fighter 4. Did that, I really? Yeah, yeah, you wow, said Street crazy. Fighter Wow, crazy. <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh, that's wild. <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> okay,
2: okay. Like, I, like, I
0: so didn't notice that when you said a Street Fighter 4 Fighter character, it uh-huh. didn't jog my memory at all. Right, yeah, yeah. I just completely missed when I said it. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, okay. Anyway, in Street Fighter 5, he won it with, of course, Rashid and Ken. Now, he won it over Tokido. Right. Mm-hmm. In the Grand Finals.
1: I mean, it's really crazy with Angry Bird and Big Bird now, both of those yeah. players doing super, super well, both from the Middle East area. Correct. So, and uh, you were talking last week a little bit about, uh, wasn't there a Middle Eastern player, Tekken Master doing really well in the IPS and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, in fact,
0: the uh, IPS Intercontinental, which sent one player to the mm-hmm. IPS Finals, the top two, the Grand Finals, were both of the Middle Eastern representatives. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're, they're really good. Yeah. For sure.
1: So, yeah, but Big Bird, that's really cool. That uh, Congratulations to him. I mean, that's a big,
0: big win. It, it really is, yeah. Uh, it was also really cool to see that GamerB got third.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, it's been yeah. a little
0: while since that kind of thing happened, but mm-hmm. uh, Winner's Finals was actually Big Bird versus GamerB. Mm-hmm.
1: I saw that. I, I didn't see the match, but I saw that they played against each other, and I saw some tweets from GamerB where he was just talking about he really has been, like, he felt like this This is what, like one of the crazy majors that he was really trying hard for and everything like that and the coolest I don't know if you saw like a lot of after he won there was a couple of matches that after he won he was always just like like there was twice he just uh had his hand on Uh his head like what just happened oh my god he made some big calls yeah uh uh Yeah, he really did I
0: thought that was cool and let's see um, I mean you know everybody was there Right. it was stacked Mm -hmm. stacked so for East Asia almost all the great players were there so the fact that the dude who won it is one of the very few who traveled internationally. Mm-hmm. Well, inter-regionally, inter- maybe more mm-hmm. accurately, to get there was Big Bird. But also Justin Wong, fifth place, coming out of
1: North America. Yeah, so, so were- I think that's a really big thing because he came into top 16 and in loser's side.
0: Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, he
1: started that in loser's side and he was able to still get to top eight into fifth place. I think that's really, really impressive. And um, oh, what was I going to say? There was something I was going to say about the the results. Oh, yeah, it's just... Uh, I just want to talk about Tokido a little bit more because I remember after Ser, everyone's like, "Oh my God, look!" St- I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later, but they're like, "Street Fighter is so random and da 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 da," and and because Tokido drowned in pools. But before we, before like we get little, to that,
0: the arcade, the SF Five Arcade Edition Asian Finals, you know, that was also uh-huh. like the uh, winner of that was Gotchikun, but he did it over Tokido. Right. So Tokido got to grand finals in both of the Street <laughs> Fighter Five tournaments that happened that weekend.
1: Right. Uh huh. That's pretty ridiculous. And, I mean, he was second place at EVO. I mean, he has a second place curse right now. But, I mean, considering how many strong players there are out there, I don't think you can see that as a curse at all. No.
0: No. He's incredible. So, He's yeah. incredible. Yeah, and he did it from losers as well. That is correct.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so that was all very cool. Uh, by the way, Abigail makes Top 8 at the premiere again. So I hope that Danka will give out more chun codes, which is something he does <laughs> that he did, did, uh
1: that so he hates. So he's just said that he didn't think Abigail would ever make a top 8 after he was nerfed or something like correct. that
0: correct he said that Abigail would not make a top 8 at a premiere because he thought Abigail sucked
1: because he got nerfed that badly was this I during think season I he didn't think three, that he was or? that strong
0: yeah this was this was after the nerf I believe
1: okay okay I believe that's crazy, because that character's so good.
0: Clearly good, still. I mean, it's character's obvious. He's so
1: good. I yeah. mean, I almost still had him at, at top five at one point, oh, but it's too hard now because yeah. there's too many other characters yeah. now. So yeah. Can't be There's one. a clear top five. Yeah, he's there's a not clear that. top five.
0: Yeah. Uh, in Tekken, John Ding won it. Yes. However, to me, the more interesting thing is that second place was AK, mm-hmm. who's from the Philippines. Third place was Tejan from India. Oh, okay, yeah okay and and again, this was a master's event and it was in Southeast Asia mm-hmm. and everybody who's good from East Asia mm-hmm. was there
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: well, Almost everybody who was good from East Asia is there. Okay. So, you know, you look down the list, and, like, Kudans is right behind them. Book is right there. Noroma, Nobi, Dimeback. So, I mean, that's the rest of the top eight. Like, I don't
1: know if you remember, too. AK was the Filipino, like, the 12-year-old four yep. years ago. He was that kid that everyone's like, oh, my God, who's this kid? He's yep. super good. He, I think, didn't he play against Harada, like, at an event or something like that? Like, just as I a fun little that. thing. But, like, he was just a kid. And now, obviously, I think he's, like, 15 right now, 15 or 16. And he is second place at one of the most stacked. Tekken 7 events, uh, so good job to him. But John Ding, I think he's at number two in the Techno World Tour rankings right now, so that guy. Um, and what, what's cool about that is, you know, I, I got to hang out with him in Canada a little bit. He's actually a really, really cool, funny guy. He it actually, seems like he would be. Yeah, he knows English pretty well and stuff like that, okay. so, you know, but he's he's really cool. Yeah, John Ding was he really seems cool, like he so, would be a cool yeah,
0: dude. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, as people are pointing out, uh, uh, in Dubai... Knee got beaten twice by a Pakistani player whose name, I guess, is, is Arslan. I didn't know his name. But okay, there you go. okay. Uh, which is pretty sick. So, um, you know, shout outs to players from regions who you, who you don't typically see. Uh, I knew, just anecdotally, I went to law school with a guy from Pakistan um, who was really into street fighter. Mm-hmm. And even when, once he went back there and started practicing law in Pakistan, um, he, I kept up with him a little bit. And he said, "There's a good. There's a scene. Mm-hmm, there are mm-hmm. good players there. He had played a little bit in uh, SoCal. I mean, he himself wasn't like a fantastic player. He was okay, really okay, into okay. it. Okay. But, um But yeah, he said he said that the players in Pakistan were were legit. I mean, they were, you know, maybe not as good as the players who we saw in SoCal, but like, but but good.
1: No, uh, man. It's just because the game is random, man. So you know, right, the yeah. results you just can't. <laughs> well, since you four. But yeah." <laughs> No, but no. Get, anyway,
0: it's. I think that's super cool. Uh, I would love to see players more often from South Asia, from from India and Pakistan mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. forth. I think that would be super cool. Um, doubtless, there are strong players. You know, there's just too many people there for there not to be some good players, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, like just mm-hmm. numbers. Yeah, so.
1: well, that's good stuff, though. Good stuff. And again, I mean, I did watch some of the grand finals for Tekken Seven. Yeah, I watched
0: the top three of this. Uh, yeah. I, I just,
1: I, I was like, oh, where is it at? And I turned on my phone. It was grand finals. Okay. It was like six, so I was sitting there watching that. So yeah.
0: Dragon Ball Fighter's also occurred. Kazunoko won it. Um, he got uh, his second Dragon Ball mm-hmm. correct, but that just means that he opens up a second last chance qualifier spot when it comes oh, to the finals. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of people were polling for Moké. Because he yep. got second place, uh, I'm okay. sure people, you know, were pulling for him so that you could spread the Dragon Ball love around a little bit more. But Kazunoko, uh, I mean, was Goichi there? Oh, I'm sorry, was Geo One there?
0: Geo One, I don't think was there.
1: Geo One was not there. Okay. As far okay. as I know. Yeah. So. Um, but. I see Dogura, Fenrich. Uh, the Kill Sage is there. Aqua. Who's that in fifth place right there? Kmart. 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 Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay.
0: I heard that uh, that was Leffen's round one match or round two or something like that. With the guy, the dude, who ends up getting fifth. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, so that's a bummer. Oh, he was on vacation, huh? In Dubai. Was he at the same event that uh, Ni was at, or was it? Just... Oh, it
1: might have been. Might have been. So. I don't know.
0: But I thought uh, it was cool to see to Kill Sage beat Sonic Fox, which happened.
1: He yeah, I Sonic mean, Fox. but the Killsage didn't look too happy about it because Sonic Fox was using his Beerus team. He was, he was. And so I feel like, you know, he was, you know, probably thinking that, you know, Sonic Fox wasn't giving it at all, playing with his Beerus goggles on, you know. His Beerus goggles. And I just, I, I like, even the Killsage after he won almost kind of seemed like like he wasn't popping off or anything right, like that, right. so. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I don't think it was collusion because collusion implies that both both parties are like trying; they're in on it, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It didn't seem to me like that was well, what. And plus, the another thing, thing too is wanted. that
1: Sonic Fox has too much of a history of playing just whatever the hell he feels like in a tournament to have anyone ever accuse Sonic Fox of throwing the mash to kill Sage. I mean, to the point where who was it that yelled at Sonic Fox who was like, "Play your main, play your main" instead of the the, the Starfire oh, mirror Tweety? I think Tweety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. So. I mean, Sonic Fox has been doing... Like, every time I saw him play a Top 8 of Mortal Kombat or Injustice, it was, like, a different character every time. So, you know, and he... It's a smart... It's weird because it's really smart of him because he's never going to get caught by surprise by any character... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...as a result because he yeah. can play them all at a tournament level. I mean, so. yeah,
0: like, he he doesn't need to win a Dragon Ball. He's already got that. He... I'm sure the money would be nice, but, like, he's okay. He's won a billion dollars in fighting in tournaments. Right, I uh-huh. think he's okay. Um, so I think for him it was more just about trying to prove that Beerus isn't the worst, which may or may not have been successful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but, you know, I can't imagine... In fact, he said that that's not the team he's going to keep
2: using. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Uh, but it was fun to watch. Like, I did watch... You know, I don't watch the game that much anymore, but I did watch to see what his Beerus was doing. Mm-hmm. And against the Killsage, pretty much just getting ripped up. <laughs> I feel like that's just a particular... Like, he must play against the Killsage all the time. Right, So yeah, if anybody yeah. knows what a Beerus is going to do... It's gonna be to kill Sage, right? Right. So, anyway, uh, Soul Calibur Six was also played there. Winner was sage uh, Shen Yuan. Said,
1: sage said Sonic Fox threw on Twitter. But see, again, I don't think it's more that Sonic Fox threw the game. I think it's just more like he was like, "Well, I'll just use this team because I just want to learn it in a tournament." You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know.
0: So, um, I don't watch the game because there are other games that I like watching more. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't dislike the game. It's just not like, my favorite.
1: So. Yeah.
0: Uh. One of my favorites right now is Soul Calibur Six, which I will be playing shortly. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, Shen Yuan won it. There was a pre-release tournament there with Siegfried, which was cool. Second place was Echo Fox Sonic Fox.
2: Yeah. Um... Uh, apparently
0: they had to delay the tournament substantially in order for him to, to be there. Oh, he, yeah. yeah oh, okay, he didn't show he was up for too... top four. Oh,
1: really? So they played
0: it the next day. It was something like that. Are you serious?
1: Oh, I thought he was stuck playing something else. No, he just didn't show up for it? Yeah. Oh, uh, that sucks. I that mean honestly suck. that should have he should be DQ'd. Uh, well I'm with you, but you know, that's I
0: mean, not he what they do. He got second so. place with Gerald and then uh Orez uh, got third with Nightmare.
1: Okay.
2: Okay.
0: With Gerald uh blaze blue cross tag battle was won
1: by koji koji oh really he did it with the Wall Street. dude that team is cheap i don't think that team i think is... the team is crazy good i don't think that second place bad. was
0: nameless aka heiho who won evo he called himself nameless yeah, he signed up as nameless oh, for whatever okay. reason
2: weird
0: so koji koji won through winners nobody beat him mm-hmm. i i honestly my honest opinion and belief is that that team is top tier
1: Dude, I, I think it's super good. I played bad versions of it, and I played good versions of it. I played against Jan one time online, okay. and I just saw that I was just like, "There's no way this team can be bad."
0: I really think it's a good team. I was like,
1: "There's no way that this team could be bad. Like, this team is ridiculous."
0: So. Yeah, I have heard rumors that I can't substantiate that some Japanese players think it's one of the best teams in the game as yeah, well. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I can't uh-huh. talk to them. Um, yeah. Dude, the way that Koji keji plays. Tager is amazing. Most other tigers are, are basically doing like call out spark bolts in neutral, or you know they're spending meter. They're right. taking like big risks on like uh, quarter circle back B, the invincible grab. Um, he's not doing those things. He's playing he's playing a way better Tager. It's not that he's not taking risks because you have to with that character, but it's he's he's moving in so often with uh, stand B sledge with armor on it. Mm-hmm. He's jumping in at the perfect times his resets are ridiculous he just, he makes the character so scary in a way that so few other people do. Dude,
1: it's just, anytime you have a character that has a standing reset, I just feel like that's just something that's super powerful. Every game, it feels like that, you know, you have that kind of situation yep. where you can do a standing reset on a character, automatically makes that character one of the best characters in the strong, game. Right? Strong, Batgirl idea. kind of thing, you know, Tager God. planting you down. I don't think he's he
0: Batgirl good, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, I, yeah. I get the point, uh, uh, I get the point. But
1: I'm just saying, like, that's such a powerful... Powerful it is mechanic, powerful. in my opinion. Yeah.
0: So, uh, people are right to point out the fact that there were how many gourds? Four. I just One, counted. One, two, yeah. three, four. Correct.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Was that? I think there was a fifth, but okay. Well, I that's mean, not. two ruby gordo's, right? So, yeah, two sides. That, but that's Kazunoko and, and Heho again. Those two guys are always playing those two. Yeah. So, and
0: uh, they both Man. lost.
1: Dude, I haven't played BB Tag in a while. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I haven't. I haven't oh, played yeah. the game because I've been so busy playing Tekken. Actually. Okay. I mean, even when I'm not playing it, I'm just labbing the hell out of the game right now. I just spent, like, two hours one night just sitting there taking throws. I just put <laughs> king to do three, wow. the one throw, a two throw, and a one plus two throw, command throw, and just seeing if I could react to the, the arm, because you, apparently you, you're supposed to be able to see the arm. I don't believe it. Like, everyone <laughs> says that, you know, it takes years for okay. it to get to that point. But, right. I mean, if it does, Jesus, because, like, it feels impossible. Like, if I just switch it to, like... It's a one or a one plus two throw. I can get like twenty breaks in a row okay. or like fifteen breaks in a row if I'm really paying attention and stuff like that. As soon as I add in all three of them, it's like, I just don't even know what the hell is happening. Well, <laughs> I' just get anywhere. Buddy. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, uh, I think Tiger Gord sounds like a good team. Why mm-hmm. not? Mm-hmm. it's i feel like that should be very much the same actually uh, trust Let's me
1: or world, or a tv i've had no reactions since i was young dude trust me i I've, I've been not uppercutting jump-ins since i was since like alpha one dude it's really bad so
0: uh guilty Gear extra two was won by daru you know second place uh bjorn sanabera got fourth
1: Ooh, nice, nice. wait he was at seam huh
0: yes sir he was Oh, nice good BVCF stuff. was won by daru ino Fen okay Ridley. daru
1: inu he's the korean ino player and uh, that's a big deal because uh, Korea has never been as strong as Japan mm-hmm. is, and he's always been one of those guys that's there. So. Yeah, yeah. All that's right, that's why scene. I wasn't. That's why I wasn't doing regular throws with my test. I was doing the one plus two stuff. I mean, obviously, if it's just a regular throw, you can break with one or two. It's not a command throw. You can break them generically. So yeah, that's different. That's a different thing. Yeah, between giant swing and muscle buster. Good luck on that one. So Muscle Buster's weird because you can't buffer that move and it's really, I can't use it because of that. It's like, if you're not in neutral, you, the, the, the the command for it is down, down back, back, 1 plus 2. Okay. It's 1 plus 2 throws. It's enough. like one of King's best throws because it's his best 1 plus 2 throw. It's 50 damage. You can't buffer it. What I mean by you can't buffer it is unless you are in neutral, the down and the down back will not register. So in other words, if I'm in the middle of a punch and I do down back and I do the command and hit the punches after the move is done, he's just going to do back one plus two throw. You cannot buffer what it. No weird which restriction. Is, yeah, there's certain moves. So like the the, the the all the command dashes forward, neutral, down, down, forward. None of those can be buffered. Oh, all cool. of those have to be done on pure neutral. So they did that. I feel like to the muscle buster on purpose. Otherwise, King would be way, way better. Hmm. Like he would be super. Either buffered. that, or, or or they would have to make the muscle buster do like thirty damage just to make it fair. So. Yeah,
0: it's kind of an interesting restriction. Uh, anything else to say about Seam or CM?
1: <laughs> CM. Uh, again, lots of events there. looks like it's doing a really good job, growing big. Um, you know, I would love to try to... Go... Wait, what's Green Arcade?
0: Oh, yeah, the uh, Tekken Arcade. I did hear about that closing. Which...
1: which te- Big bummer. Which, where is that uh, at? In Japan? Or? No, I
0: think that's in Korea, and it closed in bad circumstances where, like, oh. they threw out somebody's medals I forget which one of the top players that was but like they just threw them out really? in the trash yeah
1: oh look Jesus knee?
0: is it knee? Oh, yeah that sucks
1: oh god that sucks that sucks they had all the tri- trophies for JDCR and knee and they were all destroyed oh god that sucks ugh yeah that definitely sucks man that's garbage, dude. Ugh. Okay, anyways. Uh, no, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, let's see if we have some more events here. There was also a Buenos Aires True Salt yeah. that was this weekend here. So, uh, again, support the Latin FGC, the Latam FGC. Correct. It's always a big proponent of those. And um, I, I'm really glad to see, I mean, i I'm I've just seeing the results for the first time here. One, uh, Pachoclo fifth place very 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 strong player he does a lot of crazy manat stuff okay he's obsessed with manat um labbing sick the stuff that he comes up with manat is like he's like the latin american saco basically like he's just coming up with crazy things so good job to him getting fifth place but uh first place was uh furia hk dash right who is a bison player that has always been on the cusp all the time he's always been doing super well and you know bison's kind of that hot thing right now He's a you good know? character yeah character's so good that's true characters so good uh, um but yeah congratulations to a k dash a a g Preda got second with ian p r three d a and Dragon Ball fighters was won by bm dante and in Tekken seven oh, um, King um,
0: Blue bluever got fourth place
1: oh nice okay, and then Tekken seven uh first place went to Pi Pi palfonte. Fonti, huh? P- Pai Pal Fonti.
2: Okay.
1: I I, feel, I have a funny feeling there's a typo in there somewhere. It's supposed to be Pal Pal or Pi Pi or maybe it is Pai Pal. Sorry, apologies to to I him if I got your name wrong. With King and Akuma, there you go. Cool stuff. Uh, Guilty Gear was also played there, and Aetna won first place with Bedman. Cool. So again, that's in the Latin America scene over there, and that's a scene that. You know, like I said, I always talk about a lot and I feel like it's very important. It's not just that they don't get the exposure. It's just that they don't have the ability to travel as much and stuff like that. That's both, right? So, you know, uh, one of the, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why I feel like it's very important that they do get the premiere events that they do get some good ranking events and stuff like that because if they can't come to us and we can get to them a little bit easier I I feel like it's kind of our responsibility to go down there and help them out as much as possible so that's why I really enjoyed like how they had that Columbia Tekken event last week and you know they flew all the regulars down there to do commentary and stuff like that I thought that was really cool so yeah I hear you okay Uh, also this weekend was X Street Battle
0: yeah this was a super-turbo tournament.
1: Yes. And uh, this was, where did this take place again? Um, a lot of the Japanese players there, looks I think like. It's,
0: I think it's in France.
1: OK, it's in France here. Let's see. Uh, oh, yep, yeah, there it is. Okay. Oh, OK, there it is, in France. And so there was a team tournament and a singles tournament there. And the team tournament was won by uh, Mudasaki Vega with Dictator and Bison, who's the Vega. Dick. Yes, and Koemon with Fei Long, Dang, of course, that's so and good. Kawasim with Dals. That's that's a that's a messed up team. It's a weird team, but it's... Yeah. that's a messed up team, hey. dude, yeah. But uh, Eurobeat got second place with uh, Zagi Chunli, Bal Cork, Fei Long, and Spinal Blood, Sagat.
0: Dang, check out the third team.
1: Third team is Yoga Sangria, which is uh, LA Dose Black Mane with Zangief. L.A. dos W with Dalsim, and TMF with Zangief.
0: Dang, they have two
1: of the worst character in the game on their team? Second worst character. <laughs> second worst character. But they had one of the best character in the they game. They definitely did. Sorry, second best character in the game. So, I still think Vega's better than Dalsim, but Dalsim is definitely number two. Dalsum is definitely number two. Good character. I played against, it was so funny because I played against Eugene. I was trying to help him practice for Canada Cup. And so okay, cool. it's like me, Eugene and Tanya, we're just sitting there playing. So I was just using all the characters against his Dalsum, And it's like, I tried Vega and he could beat my Vega. I was trying all these other characters that are really good with them. But I don't play that much Bison, right? Yeah. And he was like, Bison's pretty good against also. And he's like, I have trouble against Bison. So I played against Bison against him, and I was beating him, dude. So I like that's definitely a
0: that's even, but
1: all right. Man. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna if I ever play him in a tournament, Bison <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I yeah. told him that afterwards. I was like, you know, I'm playing Bison at you in tournaments from yeah. now on. He's like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, God, that character is so good. Ah. Oh.
0: So it was old Zangief and Zangief?
1: That is, that's old hilarious old Zangief and Zangief I mean it makes sense because old Zangief is still legit in
0: the As, game yeah uh, says you couldn't have two of the same character on the on mm-hmm. one team so mm-hmm. one played old Zangief one played new, new Zangief they're very similar characters
1: yeah 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 they're but I mean Old Zangief. There's a lot of people who like using him because they just don't want to have the green hand get in the way. They don't want to have the stupid little headbutts get in the way. And That's true. Like yeah, the headbutts. That. So there's a lot of people who do play old Zangief. So yeah, it makes sense. There to was me. a
0: rumor that he walked faster, but I believe that was disproved. Dude,
1: everyone said that about every old version of the character. screw Walks faster. I think there's. I think it's only true for like one character, yeah, like Ken or something cares, like yeah. that. But. Uh, there was also a solo tournament. Yeah, solo tournament. And, uh, you know, those three guys who won the team tournament? They're top three. <laughs> Koeman got first place with Fei Long. Second place was Murasaki Vega with Dictator. Third place was Kawasim with Dalsim. And, you know, it's interesting because as, as much as this game has been around for, like, 25 years now, you know, Fei Long is just, like like his it's stock funny, right? keeps rising yeah. it's really really interesting like people have just started figuring out how to use this character better and he's like, such
0: a fun character in that game yeah too.
1: he was considered bad like when it started yeah. you know and he was always like on the bottom he was always like in the bottom five because he was just by default there yeah. but man now like I, I, I've heard he's like considered high tier in, in the game so pretty cool yep yeah, Phaelon does a crap ton of damage, and, and honestly, yeah. Chicken Wing, I don't know what the heck is wrong with. Like, it's funny because like we know it's all hurt boxes and hit boxes nowadays, right? But there's still something about Super Turbo that feels mysterious sometimes. <laughs> like, why is it that Zangief can never lariat T Hawk's jumping roundhouse? You just can't. Like, it always loses to T Hawk's jumping roundhouse. Like, I can't figure out why. <laughs> It it's that like, makes
0: sense, right? Like it hits him in the belly, right? Like
1: well, it, no, it's even at the height of the height, at, the height, it just doesn't win, right? And same thing with Fei Long's chicken wing; it just has yeah. like weird hit boxes you that you just cannot down. hit that move yeah. at all. So yeah. it's really interesting. So oh man. Anyway, cool. Um Yeah, there you go. So and again, uh hopefully next week. Uh, so it'll be the week before Canada Cup. Yeah. And uh, that, of course, is going to be where the Tournament of Legends finals is going to be taking place. Uh, hopefully, uh, we're going to be able to get Eugene and Tanya on the show to talk about that a little bit. They want to come here in person, not even just Discord. Cool. You know, so so they, uh, I'll, I've been talking to them and trying to get them on the show. So we'll talk a lot about Super Turbo next week before Sounds Canada fun to me. Cup. So, yeah, there you go. The
0: game at I am ass at. Super Turbo? I, last time I played, I was bad.
1: Really? Yeah. Did you just feel like you were out of practice I or just something? felt
0: like I was like, wait, what do I do?
1: <laughs> it was wow. this weird feeling. that's weird. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: yeah I never felt that way about the ST, but now I feel like I'm really bad at it.
1: <laughs> Interesting. Um,
0: some other stuff occurred, I believe. Yeah, there I don't was, think it was major stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, I think there was uh, like uh, a few online events or something. There's a Tekken World Tour online week one events. What is this? Let me see. Uh, oh no, this is this was last month, so this was something else that happened before. Yeah, okay, all right, we yeah, talked that's about occurred. this
0: before, yeah,
1: okay. All right, Okay.
0: maybe that was it after all.
1: Okay, but uh, this weekend, is this, is, is this weekend ECT?
0: I think this weekend's ECT. This
1: weekend's ECT, okay. So this weekend's ECT, so that's gonna be coming up this weekend. That's gonna be fun. That used to be at the same weekend as uh, First Attack in, in uh, oh, that's uh, right. before, but uh, on Labor Day. But now it's uh, at this time frame. Unfortunately, like I said, I'm not gonna be a Well, I might be able to watch it because uh, the Tetris schedule is very light, uh-huh. so you know. But uh, they're gonna have Tetris uh, effect there for to to let people play that. That's the new one, that's going one, the oh, cool. one. Oh the right, one. right, right, yeah, yeah. And there's gonna like I'm I'm gonna crack out on that game. I'm gonna play that a bunch of times. I think they're gonna do like some impromptu little tournament there. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should cool just, dude.
0: See what I can do. They're gonna have Soul Calibur because it's officially gonna be out for all the players oh, who don't right. have it yet. We don't be have out the. Everybody. We don't
1: have the mom and pop stores next to them. Ah,
0: good old mom and pops. Uh, it will also be. Uh, what's that over there? I'm
1: that's just one. trying to just try to that? get rid of the glare. That's oh, all. I didn't even notice that yeah. back there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, that's good. You didn't notice it? Okay, no, so that, you can. Thanks le- for pointing it out. You can leave without it then. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: right. It's like next door to you. You could get
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I already ordered it. So. I mean, uh, I'm just saying you I'm can have not- it tonight yeah, if I you know, want it. I know.
0: I know. He's not doing it. Uh, it's also going to be the last chance qualifier for the Injustice Pro series.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, okay. Nice, nice. Okay. I heard, I saw Joe tweet something about the fact that uh, that uh, Ivy's 6-6-A or 6-6-B or whatever that crazy move is, is getting nerfed. So I heard it's as a little far. worse. Yeah, 6-6, yeah.
0: hold A. Yeah. yeah. So. one that just basically swept the screen. <laughs> there, there was a big uh, maybe not big but there was an area in like the middle of it where it didn't connect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was like a dead zone I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that that's bigger than it was before, uh, but okay, I, can't, okay. I haven't tried it yet. So. Gotcha gotcha.
1: okay um, All right uh, do you want to take a break or do you want to just jump into the five five topics here Five five matchup
0: uh, let's take Rick on account of I have to pee.
1: okay no problem. Be right back guys so David can pee be right back.
0: Are you trying to make me pee right now? You're trying to do the running water sounds like? I don't know, maybe. What a jerk.
1: I mean, look, I'm just saying, I was the one who just drank a whole bottle of water, and I'm sitting here just fine, okay? I have not, I have, I'm I'm. still holding it in just fine. I have very strong bladder control. If, that, if there was actually a fighting game tournament of commentators on who had the greatest bladder control, it would probably be me. I would definitely win that tournament for free, in my opinion. I would win that tournament, I think, for free, so.
0: What's
1: tournament? Tournament of commentators for bladder control. I think I think I would win that tournament. I think I have the best bladder control out of all of the commentators out there.
0: Well, I definitely lose it. I'm not good at it.
1: Did you actually just ask me if I was twice his size? <laughs> That's like me asking if uh, Tasty Steve's girlfriend was a foot taller than him. That
0: was hilarious. She's not.
1: I am not twice. She's his thirty
0: size. inches taller. Not However, in fact, uh,
1: I am actually. I just weighed myself recently. I am almost down thirty pounds dang, for a year, okay. almost for almost a year now. So. Nice work. Yeah, exactly. So I'm doing good. I'm doing good.
0: So you know, how last time I was talking about how I have this hyper hypermobility and ligament laxity thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it turns out that it's common for people who have that to have poor bladder control.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting.
0: So it's just another way it fits.
1: <laughs> Starvation is one hell of a diet, James. It's not actually too far from the case, but it's not like I'm starving because I, I'm not buying food because I'm trying to save money. It's literally just I'm just not buying food because my stomach is shrank, and I just don't eat as much anymore. Oh, well, that's good. So I'm not as hungry. That's fine. So, yeah, I don't have enough money to eat.
0: I have ligma. I guess I kind of do have ligma.
1: I guess that, yeah. I, guess I should
0: just... Why haven't I been saying that in retrospect? <laughs> you have ligma. <laughs> I've wasted so many opportunities where I've told people that I have ligament laxity, and now I could have been saying ligma the whole time.
1: Right. Uh-huh. Now, I can't,
0: I can't go back and redo those interactions. It's over.
1: Uh, I've actually been drinking a lot less soda, but that's not because of any reason outside of the fact that I found out I was pre-diabetic. And then uh, my doctor was like, so can you limit it to like one soda a week, one or two sodas a week? And I was like, ha, <laughs> he's like, how many sodas do you drink right now? <laughs> and I was like, maybe three to four cans a day. <laughs> and he was like, okay, let's try one can a day. How's that? And I was like, okay. Dang. So uh, I'm actually down to probably about like maybe five cans a a, a week at this point in time. So I go days it. A- and now like I actually have um I have all this of oh, diet soda. No. Sorry about this, but fuck diet soda, dude. That shit is so gross. God. Uh, I can't cold. If, I, if I, I've i tried cutting soda cold before, and every time I do, I run back to it. And so I think that this is working better for me. Knowing that I'll always just be able to drink soda just because I feel like it makes it so that I can drink. It's like now, if I do drink soda, I literally only drink one a day. Good. Like I just drink the one soda, I don't get a refill anymore wherever I'm at, or I just only refill enough so I can take my old man medication. And then uh, that's it. And uh, I've been drinking a ton of water, and I've been buying a bunch of these drinks out there called bi. They're not very good, but they're like the best thing that I can get that don't contain a lot of sugar. Okay. So they're like my, the most uh, uh, drinks that I actually kind of like. So hmm.
0: the only categories of drinks that I drink are water, now, coffee and tea. Nev Nev, you those. mean
1: buys are sick as in that they're good sick or that they're bad sick? And there's another one called core. They all have this kind of strange aftertaste, this weird watery aftertaste. It's like really weird. It's like you drink them, they taste a little sweet, and then after you swallow it, it's like the flavor just completely evaporates. And it's just kind of weird, but I actually uh, don't mind them, so. Dude, fruit smoothies are not the right choice for me right now. That would actually, uh, I think, mess me up a little bit more. All right, let's come back. (laughs) I can't do sparkling water. Before we go back, I'm just going to explain that I cannot drink sparkling water because it feels like soda, so I expect it to be sweet. So when the bubbly hits my tongue, I expect it to be sweet. So all sparkling water is super bitter and super gross.
0: Thanks for subscribing.
1: I can't do it. Oh, shout out to Super Turbo Turtle.
0: You should try a chocolate phosphate. What's a chocolate phosphate? It's chocolate syrup plus soda water. It's an old Ashkenazi oh, yeah, favorite.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I think I've had stuff like that before. I think I've had that before, actually. So, anyways, okay. All right, later. Whoa, whoa, that was. I cool. will add
0: to the list of things that I drink, which is. Um,
1: Hang on a second. Let me just remove these things here. Whoa, what's going they're... on? Some crazy crap. Just to remove steak. I drink
0: water and I drink coffee and tea and I drink alcohol but the f- the other category is that whenever I go to a Mexican restaurant I get humica.
1: Jamaica? that's it what's humica? I mean out of like a flour or something
0: I don't remember so it's like a really good, a yeah, I mean, thing. it's like the same category of oh, okay, juice okay. of drink.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing about fruit is like,
0: Hibiscus, yeah, the,
1: I mean, there was one time I drank fruit juices. And maybe it's just because the, the ones that you buy in the store are bad for you. But when I drink the fruit juices, I, I gain so much ridiculous amount of weight. Yeah, they're sweet and it's yeah. just sugar. Uh-huh. So it's just not yeah. good at all. So. Um,
0: all right, let's do this 5-5 five, five matchup thing. Yes. First so, up, do you want to talk about the Marvel or do you want to talk let's about... Let's talk
1: about Marvel first. Let's
0: talk about Marvel. There is a Basically, rumor.
1: stop leaving Marvel rumors. Just get over it already. Anyways, what were you about to say?
0: I think that may have been in our 5-5 five, five matchup
1: <laughs> about Marvel 4.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a rumor that Marvel 4 is being made.
1: Right. Um, and they're, they're rebranding MVCI because there's yeah. so much negativity associated with it that they're going to drop that name, rebrand it as MVC4, because they had always planned to bring the X-Men and all those right. characters in there, but it's sold so poorly that it is, so they're going to try one more time to try to release a game that people will buy.
0: And, up, and update it to not look like garbage. And, mm-hmm,
1: yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, That's the rumor. Now, first off, do you believe... In that rumor, you don't.
1: Where's that gif of uh, J. Jonah Jameson doing the? <laughs> I gotta laugh, dude. That's all I want to do. Uh,
0: okay, I think it's nonsense as well. Easy, I feel like clearly. <laughs> but uh, that game did so poorly that I just can't imagine any video game company that's interested in making money would think that there's money in mm-hmm, doing another. Uh, now, they have gotten... Capcom itself says, like, they're doing better because of Resident Evil having done super well. Right, okay. So they a- made a Monster lot of money. Hunter, I'm sorry, Monster, yeah, Monster Hunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ha- having done so well.
1: And some people are saying that it's also because Combo Fiend has been working at Marvel, and so people are like, maybe he's the in that he's been able to talk to Marvel and convince them that this is worth... Maybe. You know, doing stuff for... Maybe. No, like Bobblehead. NBC, I still sold a million copies. You don't know... From a gaming standpoint, how sad that is! Like, it sucks. (laughs) It sucks to say that, but like, I have talked to people in the gaming industry, and they're like, "Yeah, this game sold two million copies. It flopped so bad." And it's like, what? Like, how many people even play video games? Like, the video game market is really—it's—it's a shit. Also, did it
0: really sell a million? I feel like that's
1: too many. I mean, I feel like maybe if it shipped a million copies, you know, not sold, so.
0: Yeah. Uh, in any case, it didn't sell great. Everybody knows it. It was a flop. Uh, I just would be so surprised if they'd nevertheless put money into it, even if they have money from other games. Mm-hmm. As like a general company, if they have more money, it doesn't mean they're going to spend it on Marvel. Right. Because it was bad in terms mm-hmm. of the response to the game. Um, second question, to me more interesting, do you want another
1: Marvel Um, I only do just because I think MVCI is such a good game and it makes me sad that it has this kind of reputation. And you know what? I'm not going to sit here and tell people to play it and defend it or whatever like that because the game looks like crap. And you know what? People don't like playing games that look like crap.
0: It sounds like crap and it looks
1: like crap. Right. It's just like, why would you... like? I get it. Yeah, it's... The gameplay is great, but people uh, talk about you know graphics not mattering or whatever like that, and that's never been really true I, in yeah, the yeah. first place, right? About any genre of video no, games, you're, right. you're always just gonna love it when the game looks beautiful, right? So, game looks like crap, sounds like crap, plays great, but I, I if they could get a makeover and make it look a little bit better, and uh, a little bit better. Well, a lot better. I mean, cuz the thing about it is like you look at the results, it looks really interesting. All the results are really cool. Lots of different characters, oh, even yeah. a lot of different gem usage and stuff like that. Yeah. And honestly, I mean just for selfish OCD reasons, but like if that means Wolverine can get into the game so that he's not missing from only one Marvel game, yeah. like that would that mm-hmm. would make me happy. But yeah. again, you know, it's it's a pipe dream. I would I would be awesome to have it. It would be awesome to have Marvel be back on top of kind of things and stuff like that. But it's just, like you said, it just just doesn't make any sense. Why would anyone do, like, why would Capcom be like, yeah, this is a great idea. Let's put money into this. Unless it's because they have a bunch of assets that they paid for that they haven't done anything with. And maybe they feel like they can recoup more money by just working a little bit to do more stuff to recoup the cost that they spent on a bunch of assets that didn't get released. Like, what if okay. they have, like, 10 half-finished characters? Maybe, maybe. You know what I mean? And, or maybe even 10, 80% finished characters, because that's how video games work. 80%, I think that's you what know. they
0: launched the game with.
1: Right. <laughs> oh, no, actually, it was more like 20. 20. But, um, you know, if they could do it, then, you know, maybe it makes sense from that standpoint.
0: What a fun game.
1: But we'll see.
0: We'll it really see. is a good game in terms of gameplay. I am it. It's a good game. Um, I'm not sure I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, as much as I like Marvel Infinite to get, to play, and I really do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just not sure that I want an update to that game in the context of so many other games. Um, I don't. I don't know that it would be enough. To overcome other games that I think are really good in a way that Marvel Infinite doesn't. That is to say, like I think the people who, who want to play Marvel games are basically doing it right now. Uh, the Dragon Ball and,
1: and, and Blaze Blue yeah. basically mm-hmm. right. They're, like yeah.
0: you're, the what used to just be the Marvel scene is now spread around between Marvel scene, uh, BB Tag and uh, Dragon mm-hmm. Ball. Mm-hmm. And I think that most of those players are pretty happy doing what they're doing right now. So I'm not sure that there's like a big competitive need for it um, so yeah I don't uh, know
1: I mean I there's still a lot of players who aren't playing a lot of the other games right like we have no clockwork going around here he plays know, Marvel Infinite. yeah well I know but I mean in terms of non-Marvel games right no so. I'm saying
0: some, some players some Marvel players have stuck with Marvel oh okay right? okay others have been playing BB tagging okay Marvel. okay I see what you're saying okay
1: so basically if they just brought it back you just think it would be too crowded kind of a thing right
0: yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know that it, I don't know that that broadens the competitive scene all that much, um, and I have plenty of games to play. So yeah, I, I know I Clock
1: has been dabbing in BB Tag. I talked to him about. Oh, talked good. to Him about that. He because, would like that game. Yeah, because I think it was just, I don't think he has much of a choice right now, you know, because Marvel is not doing anything for him <laughs> at this point in time, you know, which is really unfortunate. So, uh, but I really do think that, uh, uh, I, again, like selfishly, I would just like to see it again because I just think it's such a. It's a fun game,
0: you know. It is a fun game, and some I really people enjoy are it. talking
1: about like making it a, a tag game and the active switching assist and stuff like that. And all I can think to myself is, "Good luck finding a control scheme for that," because <laughs> I don't know how you would do that. To be honest with you, it's already Hey, shout out to Tack for hey. the 200 bits, woo! Because I mean. That's one of the things about Skullgirls that I think is already kind of tough, because it's a six-button game with tag mechanics, and every button combination is something. And sometimes it's the diagonal buttons, which is just really odd, you know, (laughs) and stuff. And, you know, honestly, you know, I've had conversations with Mike before. We're like, there's got to be a better way. And then, like, we just sit there, and it's like... You
0: could just use eight buttons. Yeah, you
1: could just add more buttons to it, but is that a good thing? So, I don't know. Because adding, making it eight-button game, but then again, a lot of people play fighting games like eight-button games do. these days. So they do. I definitely do that in um, a lot of BB Tag. I definitely do that. Oh, do so yeah, in Tekken, I'm doing that now. I'm actually playing with eight buttons because in
2: the, Tekken, we-
1: really? the weird thing about Tekken is that a lot of the difficult moves in the game are hidden behind the fact that. You know how in most fighting games, if you hit two buttons at the same time, if you hit them one frame apart, it counts anyway? So it'll start one move for one frame and then cancel the other one? That doesn't exist in Tekken, right? So a lot of times, for example, if you want to do the rolling death cradle, right? It's actually uh, 1 plus 3, 3 plus 4. Four plus two and all that stuff. And if you ever miss hmm. that by one frame, it just won't happen. Wow. Right? So there's a lot of and for king, it's it's kind of cheesy because you can use the all four button to like cheat a lot. Oh really? So yeah. So rolling death cradle, you can actually hit one plus three, then four, 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 four and then it'll just work for you. You'll just do the whole thing, and there's a lot of things like that in the game that, that makes it so that you can do that. And so I actually have one, two, and then one plus two next to it. So if I break throws, I can, I can use those three buttons at the top to do that. I have one dead button that I actually use the time things because to do instant while running, you can't hit forward and the button at the exact same time. If you hit them on the same frame, it will not work. The okay. way instant while running is forward, 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 one frame later, hit the button. Okay. Right? So I have a dead button that I plink into the button that I want to do, so I go forward, forward, plink. So I time it so that the dead button is on the same time as the forward, and then the other button comes a frame later. And I've actually heard, even though I came up with that myself, I heard somebody else does that too, that they put a dead button in there for that kind of timing and stuff like that. So I actually use eight buttons for Tekken right now. It's really confusing sometimes, but it's there. Sounds like it may
0: be. For BB tag, I'm just playing on six, or five, Mm -hmm. five. Um, but in Street Fighter V, I play on 8 because I have the V reversals. Uh,
1: do you, oh, really? You just put the V reversal as a button? Yeah. Do you use uh, the, the Air Dash button in BB Tag? Because I Mm-mm. find that button super useful.
0: Not necessary with Hitbox.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Makes sense. Makes super sense. easy. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I do know about the button buffering in in Tekken, but that doesn't work for stuff like uh, rolling death cradles and stuff like that. So the way that uh, Tekken works also is if you have to hit 1 plus 2 at the same time, if you know you have a move that you have to hit 1 plus 2 at the same time, you can hit 1 during a time where it won't do anything, and if you hit 2, it counts as 1 plus 2 if you hold 1 down. So a lot of times if I want to do the the, the, the ending ending, uh, throw for King's combos, which is forward, forward, Uh, 2 plus 4, I'm already holding 4 down before I start running forward and then all I have to do is just hit 2, so.
2: All
0: right. Yeah, Yeah, I believe hitbox is the best. Uh, And also Tager doesn't have an air dash, so it doesn't. (laughs) That's true. But, well, it does.
1: Because I actually use it because it's it's actually useful for me just because it's it's easy to time things. So like if I want to jump over you, with an air dash and call the assist, it's like. Are you do? Are you but, holding but, but, but. a
0: switch controller in your make believe hands right now? Yes, I am. Uh-huh. So on Switch, I do use that because oh, it's impossible okay, to do, okay, uh, as far okay. as I know, to yeah, do yeah. air dash stuff oh. on the Switch thing.
1: But. but I also do it because I put the the, the on me different. on medium kick. I actually put the air dash button there as well when I play BB Tag. So because I do A B C D, I do A B C. Where's P? P is roundhouse. It's oh. heavy kick. I put air dash at medium kick so I play Guilty Gear format yeah. upside down U that's how yeah. I play it okay. and then I and then I use the air dash there so I can just jump and go broop like this and so I can air dash call and assist like instantaneously and stuff like that so. just play I know I know I should, I should it's the right it's the right answer when is SC6 anyway out? clearly Marvel's
0: not gonna happen obviously duh
1: yeah I mean, look, let's put it Duh. this way. If it does happen and everyone's like, see, James and David, you were wrong, I'd be more than happy. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm fine with that. But to have anybody to keep getting these hopes up, I mean, we've had rumors of an update to MVCI about four times already that it it's almost like, occurred. it is like almost tiring to even talk about the rumors at this point. That's so much to the point that we're not even talking about it anymore, so.
0: I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Five lately. Okay,
1: second topic of 5-5 five, five matchup.
0: Correct. And I've really, really been enjoying it again. Okay, okay. Um, and part of that is my realization that I think that I have been uh, viewing parts of the game as inconsequential that are actually among the most important parts of the game. Okay. Um, so as... so the wake-up game, I've been viewing as basically inconsequential. So, so the... Um, quick get up or back roll or delay and whether you press a button after any of them. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't been taking that seriously enough and when I started looking at it as a more serious kind of thing I I see a lot of value in it um, in that uh, seemingly simple thing. Um, I, I, I I really like that the game gives you just a few defensive options and I really like that the game makes kind of like a scrambly, it's a very scrambly feeling mm-hmm. offense and defense. It's not It's not something that feels controlled offensively or defensively, unless you're super good at the game, um, which I am not yet. Uh, so I, I, I like that scrambly feeling. It's something that I feel like I don't get in most games, even in Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm ty- typically not feeling scrambly, because I have so many options. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. has a Dragon Punch, Everybody has push block. Everybody has um, movement um, in a way that doesn't really exist in Street Fighter Five. So in Street Fighter Five, I feel like I'm I'm kind of like honed down into this wake up game that is really there. There are call outs that exist in it that seem like there are they don't matter. Like uh, that is to say, if if you give somebody um, a certain but meaty button timing, uh-huh. it can be a big call out even though that doesn't feel like it's a big deal... What
1: do you mean by giving someone a meaty...
0: So, putting a button into them that would hit them as they're waking up quick rise rather than back tech. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, uh-huh. That doesn't feel like it's a big deal because in other games, it may not be. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter mm-hmm. Four, like, that wouldn't feel like a big deal because right. there's just so many other things going uh-huh. on. But in Street Fighter Five, that's a really big deal, and I like that it's sort of, like, that compact, that, that you can... Call somebody out on their wake-up timing in a way that's just, like, just a single button timing. It's There's not a bunch of lead-up into it. It's just a button. But you have it at the right spot at the right time, and that really matters. Uh, and and I, I like that it's, it's this kind of, like, compact feeling that you have hmm. sort of boiled down what other games take a long time to set up, a long time to do. Give you a whole bunch of options. This game is just, like, here's your three things. And and there's I feel like a certain elegance in that that I have actually hmm. come to really enjoy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I actually was just even just had an episode last week where I was talking about how we need more options on that situation. So.
0: I, I think that I think the game would be the worst for it because it's I think that's
1: because the, the thing about it unique. is I, I understand the uniqueness and I understand what it does for the game. I just think it's bad for longevity of players. I think it's bad for. Uh, the mood of players—it's—it's it's just not a friendly. So what I've always said one it's of the biggest friendly. weaknesses. I've always said one of the things <laughs> about, that's probably about Street Fighter Five is that the game doesn't let you feel like a badass. You don't feel like you ever do anything right.
2: Right. Ah, I and disagree so, with
1: that. And so like every time you, even when you talk to top players when they actually do get the call out and hit them with the yeah. right meetings and stuff like that, they don't feel great about it. They don't feel like, ha ha! there's you know? a lot of
0: var- variance in that. Some people do do think that way, that's true, but other people yeah. don't.
1: I feel like, and then it makes it hard because it doesn't feel like you're playing the game a lot of the times. So when you get knocked down by someone who's better than you, you're yeah. just not getting up off the floor. And you're going to die. And again, exactly, there are some people who like that. But the problem with that is I feel like that it makes it so that that's why the game is so salt-inducing. That's why people get so angry at the game. And that's why people think it's garbage because they don't understand that aspect of the game. Because they're yeah. not playing. Because they never get up the floor. Even in Super Turbo, like I, I was explaining this in my Uncensored that I just did, that even when you got up and blocked, you can't be thrown when you get up. You got up and blocked. That's still a success it still feels like you got one success in and then you got put into the mix-up. In Street Fighter V, it just feels like there's no success at all. Like if someone throws you, throws you, throws you, then meaties you and hits you and then you die and then shimmies you and then you die, like there's like no success. And there's absolutely no success. And yes, that can be a part of the way that the game plays, but it is so not casual friendly and it is so frustrating to lose to that that I think that's why so many people view the game negatively. And I want to change, not necessarily because it'll make it a better game, but because it'll make it a more palatable game for a lot of people. I suggested that if you don't do a quick rise or a back roll, you cannot be thrown on wake up so that if someone calls that out, they get cool Laura fireball setups or Cody Rock setups or cross-ups. Now the cross-ups are back. So you can't be thrown when you get up on on non-quick rise or back roll. And there, there's a reason to not do that. Because honestly, let's face it, there's almost never a reason not to quick rise. Or back roll, one of those two. Like doing nothing is like almost pointless in most situations, unless you just want to give yourself some time or throw the opponent off a little bit. But if they're on their game, it doesn't work. So I think that they should just make it so that if you don't do anything, you can't be thrown on get up. So at least you have a guaranteed block in that situation, which doesn't necessarily put you in a great situation, but it psychologically gives players the feeling that they're doing something more.
0: Here, here's here's my feeling. When Street Fighter Six comes out there will be lots of people who have been growing up in fighting games playing Street Fighter V, -hmm, mm -hmm. and when it doesn't have the same kind of paucity of defensive options Mm -hmm. that SF5 has, they'll think that it's too easy, and they'll view it as uh, scrub-friendly and random. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I think that people come into SF5 uh, expecting it to play in a way that previous Street Fighters have or other games have, and I guess that's natural because that's just our experience, but it doesn't play like that. And I think that that's totally fine. I, I have come to really enjoy the defensive call-out as well okay. of mixing up my wake-up timings and pressing a button. I feel like pressing a button gets such a bad rap, but I, it's something that happens in every game.
1: Literally, <laughs> yeah, in every uh, game. Dude, especially um, in Dragon Ball. I see that well, all the time, like after, after, after either, Vanish, so. after everything, it's like, oh my god, he challenged yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that a lot.
0: I really like that moment of the challenge. And, and so on, on both the offensive and, def- and defensive sides, I really like that. Um, I think it'd be unfortunate if the game changed that because I think it's like so core to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like I like that there's not a lot uh, that you can do. I like that it's, it's boiled down to these options. It, that is unique to me and it's fun to me. I like the other games too. Mm-hmm. I, I like having a whole bunch of options. I think that's cool. But I also really like that this game has boiled that down um, into this kind of, in my opinion, elegant, set of options hmm. uh, and I think that once SF6 comes out, this is the conversation that people are going to be having. That SF6 is... Because uh, Capcom always kind of goes back and forth, right? They right. don't want to have... Yeah, yeah, yeah. SF4 wasn't going to have parries, right? This game wasn't <laughs> going to have whatever. Um, I think that in the next one it's going to be that the defensive options change. Uh, people are going to say the game's too easy on Wake Up, That it's it's for babies. That it's a scrubs game and that it's random because you can't... Once you knock somebody down, there's no reward for it, right? right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. that's good. So I wish that people would just kind of jump to the point where they just like can handle what the game mm-hmm, is mm-hmm, and appreciate mm-hmm. the game for what it is, rather than always wishing for something that is not there. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's not rock paper scissors, right? So so in different, you you have to know all of the little options, and that's something else that I I really like about it is that I feel like I need to know so much so much of the small stuff in SF5, I need to know what everybody's best meaty timing is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on every knockdown that they have. Because some characters prefer to have a button on back tech if they can make you wait for it. Well, some I'm, characters prefer to have it on, on the front. So you need to know all these different things and they have different, one some, some timings they cannot get a crush counter into because right. it's just not ready yet. So it's not a rock, paper, scissors situation. You just have to know what the weights are like any mix-up.
1: Right, and not only that, but it's always better to time for the quick rise than it is for the back roll because if you're wrong on the quick rise, you get hit. If you're wrong on the back roll, you get counter hit. And that's a problem right there. So you can get damaged way more. So if you're trying to time for a back roll and they do a quick rise and you hit a button late and they jab you, then they get their jab counter hit combo. If you actually quick rise, if you're expecting quick rise and they back roll, you hit a buttons too early, they hit you in recovery with a jab. They don't get yeah. as big of a combo so there's a lot of weight in there yeah, so it's for not sure. that way it's the, the 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 rolling mechanic is the is the only thing that makes it so that once someone's knocked down it's not just like the end right. basically
0: yeah you know? it's not that I'm forcing myself to like it uh, I had previously been basically only playing BB tag and injustice for like mm-hmm. ever since BB tag came out mm-hmm. um, but uh, I don't know I just I took another look at the game and I, and I found that I've been ignoring things about the game that I think are actually really important to it. So I, I think I've been taking the tact that, that what what in previous games was not relevant, or not, not super important, because it's all relevant, wasn't super important, should also not be important in this game, but that's not the case. And in retrospect, I, I'm Kind of wondering why I did that, because I know it's a different game, and I don't think that I gave that side of the game a fair enough look.
1: What I never understood, though, is that, you know, they kind of made the game based on that. I don't understand why, like, throws and stuff don't let you back roll. You know, like, throws only give you the two options, just quick rise and not quick rise. I feel like the option should have existed for everything because that just makes it so stuff like Cody's little home run set up into the rock is guaranteed every time because the home run doesn't give you that option. I feel like the whole game, is if it's going to be based around that, then you should get it in every situation. I I don't know if
0: you need it constantly, but I do do really like it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like Street Fighter 4, uh, Street Fighter 5 Season 4 does need a big change. I think it needs a big, big, massive change because... Most fighting games have changed a lot, even shorter than that. Alpha one to Alpha two, Alpha three, Forever, CBS though. one to I mean, CBS two. I, I
0: don't think any game's been like that yeah. since SF four.
1: But Street Fighter five—it's already been three years, yeah—and I feel like Street Season four needs at least some something to shake the game Maybe. up.
0: Maybe. I mean, they just put in some stuff with yeah. uh, new V triggers and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I just—I I think I really think that not it's,
1: custom combos, by the way. Oh, for sure not. Not uh, custom combos. Don't do that. <laughs>
0: Uh, <sighs> the uh, It just it, it reminds me of SF4 and how people uh, view that game so positively now and how they did not for the first two or three years Dude, of even that the game's last life. Last
1: year of its life. I, I tell the story all the time that by, by the end of Street Fighter 4, I was like, I really like the place that this game is at. I think this is a really good game. It'll stand the, the test of time as a true... Uh, you know, a a quality entry in the Street Fighter series, and everyone got mad at me. They're just like, you Capcom apologists, you know, this game sucks, whatever, Elena sucks, FADCs suck, One Frame Link sucks, Invincible Backdash sucks, all these, just wait till Street Fighter V, and then we'll see what real Street Fighter is. And Street Fighter came up, Five came out, and I was like, "Street Fighter v is a fine game. It's fun." And everyone's like, "Shut up, you Capcom apologists! It's you. all about Ultra Street Fighter Four. That was the game. That was where everything made sense and worked." And I'm like, "I, uh, you know, I don't suck. even know what to. I don't even know what to say, dude."
0: I think it's a good game. Uh, uh, I really, i so once I've started realizing that that is there and is a fun game mechanic, uh, I've really been enjoying it a lot more and I know that it's not always gonna work out for me, in, in much the same way as in every other game, I need to learn all of the, like I said, all the positioning, all the sort of post-knockdown positioning yeah, yeah, yeah. things that are important. Which characters can get a free dash, which characters can't, which Mm -hmm, characters mm -hmm. can put a crush counter into you, which ones cannot, like which ones are at a range where they can throw you instantly, like all that stuff is super important. And I think that there's a lot of value in that.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the, the hardest part about that is like when the automatic gets a hold of a new character, he figures all that stuff out in about two hours. Right, he knocks everybody down, and he's like, "This is my meaty time," yeah, and he figures sure. out all that stuff like that. And you know, I feel like there needs to be maybe something a little more, you know, on top I, of I, that. I like, I like that.
0: I think that's, I think it's like very elegant. Um, mm-hmm. It's not the most complicated game. Nobody's going to tell you that. Right. I don't think it is either. Um, but I do really like that simplicity. I think mm-hmm. that's really cool. It's
1: actually why Minot's my, one of my favorite characters because she doesn't get any meaties off of most of her knockdowns. She doesn't get any of that stuff, so I don't have to play that game, yeah. and I just like that's the, the fact that she actually ha- game. right. But that's why is so <laughs> interesting to me because she doesn't have to play that game. She's the only character in the game who's not playing Street Fighter Five. She has really good buttons that can't be whiff punished. She's playing a zoning game that nobody yeah. else can play. She doesn't have to worry she's about very knock- doesn't have to worry about knock you down, and she has really cool execution combos. Like she is like the most anti Street Fighter Five character. In well, the game, I mean, I so. think
0: she. I mean, so. She is Street Fighter Five, obviously. Yeah. Right? She's, mm-hmm. She is in that game. So I, I think another thing that people too often talk about is that the game doesn't have enough variety. Mm-hmm. I really think there's good character variety in the game
1: well, at, at this yeah, point. Yeah, especially It after, wasn't like that
0: at launch. Yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. a big critique that a lot of us mm-hmm. had, including mm-hmm. me. But I think at this stage in the game, it's got a lot of different stuff. It's got a lot yeah. of different play styles
1: for you. By the time Street Fighter... Before, by the time Season 2, halfway past Season 2, so right when it got to Manat, Abigail, and Zeku, yeah. at that point, it just started getting really Because yeah, yeah. Blanca's a really interesting yeah. character. Sakura, uh, yeah, we won't talk whatever. about Sakura. Yeah. Falk, we won't talk about Falk. I think but,
0: Falk is interesting. Oh, maybe not great, but yeah.
1: But Cody is really cool. Yeah, Cody's cool. Sagat and, and G are really cool. Although yeah. Sagat could still use a little buff here and there. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh... I do think that a, a lot of the, the the later characters have been a lot more interesting. I
0: was watching sure. this uh, match earlier today between Bonchan and a strong Dalsum online, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. an online replay. And throughout it, when Bonchan knocks Dalsum down, which does happen quite a bit, uh, they're playing this really interesting, in my opinion anyway, timing game on when a button will come and mm-hmm. whether to block it or whether to not block it and how to turn a button into offense or just to, right. into an escape. Um, and what I really like, too, is that uh, Sagat has an excellent view reversal Super good knockdown that throws the opponent full screen if he's mid-screen, mm-hmm, and if not, he okay. just gets a really good uh, amount of time afterward uh-huh, to, throw, uh-huh. to put a media into. So he played an interesting game with, with Dalsum where he sort of he stuck a button in at one time, it was blocked, another one was hit, uh, and then the Dalsum tried to press a button at the timing that would have escaped from the previous timing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. and Bonchamp blocked and V reversal and got a knockdown from it. And because of that, he was able to get another knockdown oh, situation right. to yeah, more yeah. pressure.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: uh, mm-hmm. But in, in addition, because of that, he forced the Dawson to not press a button for fear of being knocked down again into the corner. And that allowed slow Sagat to do a shimmy, to walk right, back and yeah, forth yeah, long yeah, enough. Yeah. Because now uh-huh. he knows Dawson. That's I think that's quite interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really uh-huh. I really do. So I, I feel like there's more yeah. there's more in the game. Even if it has fewer options, which it does, I still feel that there's a lot of interesting stuff in the game.
1: Yeah. I like it. Uh, like I said, I, I, I recognize it. I mean, I've, that whole meaty game and the quick rise and the back roll and stuff like that, I mean, I've always felt like was like the most important thing in the game. I felt like that was Street Fighter V. We, but...
0: we never talk about it. Like, on commentary, we never bring it up.
1: Yeah, because it's hard. It's because the game is so fast. Right because that, that's the thing is is the moment is very quick and that's the thing is that the key moments in F- Street Fighter 5 come fast and furious much faster than a lot of the other fighting games I'm so with you dude that is a cool little speed part like yeah. I said The biggest complaint that I have is that it's uncomfortable. You even said before when you got knocked down, you feel panic. And you're like one of the most calm. I'm scrambling. Yeah. I feel scrambling. And you get kind of this panic situation because that knockdown situation produces that. And like I said, I don't think it's necessarily bad. I don't think it's good. The only reason why I want to change it is because I just think it's, it's... it's a psychological problem. People in the majority of people just don't like it because it doesn't feel like they're oh, playing the game. Because even something like Tekken. Okay, lots of frame data, lots of this. Yeah. Got to know all this information or yeah, whatever. I like mean, more complicated game. The sure. thing is when you get knocked down, you can wake up kick. You can wake up spring kick. I can roll forward and the diving yeah. thing, which is plus. Or I can roll to the side. I can roll backwards and everything. At least the character gets to get up. You don't feel like that the character is stuck on the ground thanks to Duke, Duke Torgo, to, to, Duke to go. You don't feel like you're stuck on the ground the entire time with Tekken, right? You feel like you get to get up, and even if the enemy beats you up, there still feels like a part where you play the game. Okay. The problem with Street Fighter V is that when you do get knocked down by a better player, you you just don't play anymore at that point in time. And again, you're smiling because that's cool <laughs> because yeah. yeah, as a better player, it's it's like that's awesome. Like you feel yeah. good that you get to do that, but that produces a psychological problem that a lot of people can't handle especially since it happens at mid levels as well a lot of times yeah. those oppressive make you quit the game thing happen only at the highest yeah. levels but it happens at mid levels sure. as well in this game and so people who are playing the game casually get tired and it gets mentally fatigued cuz we've talked about how like killer instinct when you play that game you get mentally tired right oh, yeah, after yeah. a while but street fighter is like a different kind of thing if you play that for a lot and you just keep getting hit on your wake up the wake up situation you just start dreading it you're just like i just don't and this, all you're dealing with the most of the time, and like you don't feel like I get to play this neutral a lot of the times because you just die because you get knocked down and you're dead. And I just feel like that's a problem psychologically for a lot of players, and I think that turns a lot of people off yeah. at high levels and at low levels and at medium levels. I'd like to see that change just so it's not as defeating.
0: I mean, to be fair, most most of the times you get knocked down, you're not about to die. Mm-hmm. Um, that's. Not uncommon, but not like the default or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. I, but I, I do think that the Killer Instinct example is a good one because that's part of that's like what I was thinking about when I was playing the other day. That I feel like I, I don't have time to not pay attention. Um, in S five, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. not how I viewed it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I viewed it as having no, uh-huh. significant breaks, and I don't think it really does. I think if you're going to play the game well, then you you don't have a time where you take off. Because you always have to be paying attention with what their likely ender is going to be and what Mm -hmm. your options defensively are going to be afterward. Mm -hmm. So there's no time to just stay away.
1: That's interesting, too, because that might actually be kind of a weakness of Cammy because her knockdowns are all... It's always... (laughs) I
2: mean, it's a good situation It's a great situation, yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. Now, Street Fighter 4 was a different situation I even said this when I was talking about the things that I would change in 5 I was like, I actually hate the Vortex more than I hate the wake-up game in Street Fighter 5 Because I thought the Vortex was just dumb like, in SF4? Uh, yeah, in SF4, because that was just pure like guessing, and you just got hit, and it was just... Like, there were, they loop, were loop.
0: definitely stronger knockdown situations yeah, yeah, yeah. in SF4 Yeah, and than I did SF4. not enjoy that much sure. at
1: all. So I did not enjoy that at all. Yeah. So yeah. I, I hated the Vortex. I mean, Vortex is literally why I quit the game, uh. because I blocked a jump attack that crossed me up, and the guy landed in front of me, and he killed me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was know just like... I was, it was Chris T who did that to me. Okay. The last tournament I ever played at... At, at at Super Arcade was in AE, I mean in, yeah, it was AE, not, no, I'm sorry, not AE, uh, it was in uh, the, the AE 2012, the one before Ultra. God, yeah. 2012 sounds so long ago now.
0: It was forever ago. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it was the one right before Ultra, right? Uh-huh. That was the last tournament I had played in Street Fighter 4 at Super Arcade because I died to Sakura Unblockable from Alex Myers, and I got sent to Losers, and I played Chris T, and he crossed me up, landed in front, hit me.
0: Was it a corner? Crossing? Yeah, yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. He
1: crossed me up in the corner, landed in the front, hit me, and I just said, oh. I'm not playing Street Fighter anymore, and I, that was it. I never played it <laughs> yeah. Did you quit, like, mid-match? No, no, no. I finished the match, but afterwards, it's like, I'm done with this game Fair because enough. I'm, like, I was like, Unblockable? I can't do anything about it? This cross-up is ending in the front? I was like, oh, if I don't mem- I'm not playing Street Fighter, and I quit. Like, I just couldn't handle it anymore. Like, that's how bad I hated Vortex in Street Fighter 4.
0: Well, some people really, really miss SF4. Yeah, I know. And like I said, when SF6 comes out, you know this is true, too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Many people will say, whatever the thing is about SF6 is not as good as whatever the well, thing I, I was about
1: always, SF5. I always joke that if Super Turbo came out now, everyone would be like, oh, you have to make reversals one frame? What, you can't handle the wake-up game? You have to make it that hard? You know, blah, 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 and... It's what's going to happen. I mean, I saw someone who went back and played Super Turbo and was like, this game is garbage. There's no hit confirms. There's no whiff punish. Like, the footsies are... And I was like... It's very different. I was like, yeah, you're absolutely right. You have every right to hate it. Because I was like, it's not what you're used to. No, it's not. And, you know, it's funny because I was just teaching Born Free how to play Super Turbo. And he was just talking about, like, whiff punishing. And I was like, this just doesn't happen in this game. (laughs) I was like, it's legit with Ryu is just to throw fireballs and just keep yeah. throwing them. That's it. That's yeah. the whole game. Yeah. Like, that's your whole footsies right there, right. right? And I was like, this is legit. I was talking with. He was like, so how does the neutral work? And I was like, well, it depends. Because there's projectile, projectile, <laughs> yeah. projectile, not projectile, <laughs> yeah. not projectile, not projectile, not projectile. There's three very distinct matches in yeah. Super Turbo, and it's very different and, you know, sure. and stuff like that. So, God, Super Turbo is such a great game. Anyway. It's a good
0: game. Yeah. Um, anyway, I really like SF5. Uh, since I've been thinking about it differently and I would encourage other people to at least try that out to view it as maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more complex than you have been viewing it, even if obviously it has fewer options than many other games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Still within that set of options, I think I find uh, interesting gameplay and complexity. Yeah, so,
1: it's, it's, a, it's a very...
0: Give it a go, I mean, it's, you, know, you don't have to. It,
1: it's a very mentally taxing game. Yeah. It's, it's hard on the soul that's how i would put it it's one of the more brutal street fighter games yeah, out there yeah, in my opinion true. because I, you don't have an ability to escape i mean I, it's funny because i talk about one of the problems being like if karen does like low strong stand strong you can't do anything in between it and right. i think for you that's cool
0: yes like correct. for me
1: i think that's a problem but it just depends on how you look at it and you like the kind of oppressive nature of it because i think street fighter 5 is the most brutal oppressive street fighter game of them all, probably. So. It's between that and Third Strike, probably? Because well, Third Strike, everyone always has the illusion they can parry to escape. Yeah. They always Bad have players. the. Right, exactly. But you see, that's my point about having that option that yeah. placates the beginners and stuff like that, wow. right? Because they always think that, they can lose and go, man, I parry that. I swear I parry that. They can always say (laughs) that, and that makes it so that they don't get mad and they'll keep playing. Because the one time they do parry, they'll be like, oh, I parried your move, you suck. You know know what I mean? And that doesn't exist in five. That's the thing, right? Not that
0: many people played Third Strike at, like, the mid-level, right? Like, it didn't get that much. It wasn't, like, a super popular game (laughs) in the general world. It was just a good competitive game. Right. So, like, you were good at the competitive game. Right. Or you just didn't play it, basically. So, I don't feel like there was, like, a mid-third like, strike player. Like, I played like my best friend in the game. Play.
1: Like, my best friend is not a great fighter. I mean, he's competent yeah. enough. Yeah. He was always the most competent of, like, most of my, my high school friends and stuff like that. And I played him in third strike, and there's nothing I could do to get him to stop guest pairing on his wake-up. <laughs> you know, because that's just what he wanted to do. Yeah. He just wanted to do it, and he would succeed... And because I'm the better player, whenever you succeed on that and beat up the other guy, it's always a victory. And if you lose, then it doesn't matter because I was supposed to win. So I was just, like, getting so frustrated. So literally, every time I knocked him down, I backdashed away. I just didn't even do anything, (laughs) and I would start to win. Yeah, that was actually legit back in the day. Yeah, because, like, I couldn't. I was driving me so nuts with this guest pairing thing, and I was like... This is just too annoying to yeah. fight against. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just not even going to deal with it. I'm just going to play only neutral. Yeah. And so, like, but that's what I mean. As long as you're a player and you're not great at the game, you always have that feeling in your head. In CVS 2, you could always roll. In Street Fighter 4, you could always focus mm. backdash and you could backdash. You could always do something. In every game, you could always do something. Street Fighter 5 is the only one where you can't unless you have EX meter. And if you're wrong, you die even worse. And so there's none of that safety feeling in that game, which is why that game is so mentally taxing, yeah. which is why I feel like they need to add something to make it so that the game feels a little safer, cool. so that more people feel like they're playing. Because, again, like you said, that whole call-out, it's, it's a standard fighting game mix-up between yeah. kick-roll, back-roll, t- timing, yeah, and sure. everything. It's all such a standard, but it happens so quickly, and yeah. it happens so fast. And it's and like when, the focus. And when you get hit by it, you're just mad. You know what I mean? Well, Someone hit Whoa. you with a wake-up jab, yeah, which is absolutely... I mean, some people were like, I hate wake-up jabs. Yeah. And I was like, don't blame the wake-up jab. Blake, blame the quick rise and the swap mechanics." Yeah, that's mechanic. the mix-up, though. I, like, yeah. That is the mix-up. Right, and I, I, I've been saying that since season one. I was like, wake-up jabs are not the problem. Yeah. It's the fact that, one, most moves don't have any active frames, so meaties are hard, but yeah. that's intentionally designed. That. Yeah. And they have to do that. Because yeah. if you could meaty both wake-ups, then what's the point, yeah, right? right? And then, at the same time, it's like... You know, that's just the ga- way of the game is designed. Yeah. It's a quick roll, back, rise thing, so yeah.
0: So. SF4 doesn't have high active moves either. It's yeah. just not really been in Street mm-hmm. Fighter. Exactly,
1: either. exactly. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't want your opponent to feel safe, but the thing about it is, The best thing about that is even if, like you said, with Third Strike, the people who guess parry all the time are bad players. Because when you're the top player, you'll murder them anyway, right? I wasn't good enough at Third Strike that I could murder my best friend for trying to guess parry Uh all the time, right? But that's the thing, is that no matter if their opponent feels safer or not, if you're a top player, you're going to murder them. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: good players are going to win.
1: Right, whether but, yeah, or not they feel safer or not. So I don't care if my opponent feels safer. In Super Turbo, if they feel safer when they get up, whatever. I'm. <laughs> 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 There's a guest parry god in the chat. I'm sorry.
0: He <laughs> says that they feel insulted. <laughs>
1: Yeah. But that's that's just the way that I feel like it. So, like, even if my opponent feels safe, I'm, I'm fine with them feeling safe because that's a false sense of security because I'll still beat them. In Super Turbo, if you're just going to block when you get up, I don't care. I'll still find a way to beat you. But at least it makes it for that player, they feel a little better, you know what I mean? And that's, that's again, like I said, I'm approaching it from a very different standpoint yeah. right
0: now. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm for, less- For me personally, I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, mm-hmm. and I, I, mm-hmm. you know, I guess I understand why, why yeah. other people wouldn't. Um, mm-hmm. Man, SF4 had so, had so few moves with long active frames. Some existed, but so mm-hmm. few that you can find threads back on the old showyoucan.com forums of people calling it the death of the meaty. <laughs> uh, I remember that phrase yes, being the death of the right. uh-huh. uh because it was considered very difficult to actually do a meety, And I recall, um, I don't remember if this was streamed, this might have been before streams were even common, but maybe it was on IRC or something. Uh, somebody was talking about how one way to escape on Wake Up was just to hold up, you could just jump so few people were were meeting that player that they just Mm -hmm. thought you were invincible on wake up
1: (laughs) i remember that i actually remember people (laughs) talking about that i kind of remember people talking about that actually like they
0: there there were some moves that were highly active it's just like not many yeah it
1: was really really hard to to, and that's where a lot of the frame kills came from yes so that people would learn to time that properly of course, you didn't have the input buffer to help you with the frame kills, but that's a whole no, other yeah, conversation. Right so that's um, look,
0: conversation. I, I don't, I don't want to say SF5 is some perfect game. I still find flaws with it, and obviously the fact that the lag is like the input lag is variable is absurd. Uh, so hopefully they actually fix that Dude, stuff. I mean, I don't want to like come across as defending the game in every context. I'm just saying that I've been uh, really enjoying the game more than I have previously. Right. I like it a lot now. Uh, And I think if people gave it another chance and kind of viewed it differently, then they
1: might, too. I feel like, so let's talk about that. Because I see all these people tweeting out, like, man, I can't wait till they fix the input lag on the 23rd, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, are they setting themselves up for, like, massive disappointment? Because I know that's what Capcom said. We're addressing this. But, like, are they really addressing it? Or are they just going to fix the variable input lag and so it's still at 6.5? Or... Like, everyone's like, oh, I'm going to be able to whiff punish things now. And da-da-da. I've seen some people are like, oh, now I'm coming back in because now you'll see. And I'm like, it's not going to change. It's not going to change that much. Yeah, your, 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 your results aren't going to change much. I'm no. sorry. No. But, like, the game. If if other people who are already reacting
0: uh, are still playing the game, then they're going to just be better at reacting than you are anyway. Yeah, they're exactly. are just going to have more whiff punishes anyway.
1: Punk is going to be so good. Yeah, all of a sudden. he Dude, was, Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, honestly, like, if they do reduce it to, like, let's say five frames, that'd be great. great. I'm just not holding my breath for it right now. Mm -hmm. I just, I just, I I don't want to set myself up for disappointment.
0: I just don't expect it. And the last time
1: I said that, I was like, there's no way they're revealing Sagat at EVO. And okay. they did, and okay. they released them the next day. You're setting
0: yourself so up for disappointment. So I'm
1: setting right myself for disappointment by trying not to set myself up for disappointment. I'm trying so hard just to be like, okay, yeah. you know what? No, I'm just expect it to be fixed at 6.5 so there's no variable lag and yeah. stuff like that. So. But yeah, I do,
0: I do expect at least that the variable lag gets fixed mm-hmm. at a minimum. I feel yeah. like that's what they have to do. Yeah. If they don't, it's a big bummer.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, give it another look. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Since most people miss SF4 so much, why do you think SF4 isn't a little bigger? Is it because of money, or is it because of all the vocal minority complaining?
0: Last on for yeah. sure, hundred thousand I mean, percent.
1: Dude, I and I apologize again in advance, but right. this is how I feel about people talking about Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Everybody is like, "Oh, bring this game back because it was so great," yeah. and I'm just like, "Please, please bring it back because then everyone will remember how much this game is trash." Mm. <laughs> People remember how bad Street Fighter Cross Tekken was if we bring it back. Because that game was like garbage, it. dude. That okay. game was garbage. So, <laughs> anyways.
0: I think, I think I think most people would not like CVS 2 if that game were played. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Big time nowadays. Dude, I
1: had someone who was like, oh, I love CVS 2. It's such a great game. And then I was like, did you ever play the game? Yeah. And he's like, not really. I watched it. I was like, okay, well, there. there that's it. Right gonna, there. You're going to be sad. Jeez. Oh, mm-hmm. Gosh.
0: I, I like CVS 2, like, well enough. It was never the game that I played the most, mm-hmm. because maybe a big part of that is because for a while I was playing in Maryland, DC, Virginia area where nobody did anything, and it was boring. Mm-hmm. And it was Justin Wong versus Steve Harrison forty-five minutes grand finals. I was there for that. It that was, was crazy. literally the
1: one match where they just held down back for the entire ninety-nine second timer. Yep. yeah. I mean, I thought I thought it was a fun game, fun enough maybe. It's not my favorite.
0: But I really think a lot of people would hate I the game if they were see. big I, nowadays.
1: I saw Master PPV write something here, and I just want to address it here. Here's the big thing about numbers, heavy games, and this happens with card games as well. The most, most consistent strategy usually the least interactive and least fun to play against. Because the most consistent way to win is if you can make it so your opponent basically can't play. I feel like that was one of SF5's big issues before. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most fighting games, I mean, that's kind I of the like good... that's...
0: What you wanted—that's best case scenario in every fighting yeah, game. Yeah, it's
1: Guilty Gear scenario, dude. Yeah. I mean, the reason why Guilty Gear is actually—I feel like—less even matchup heavy than some other fighting games is if you can start. Okay, MVC three is a great example, right? Okay. You're zero, round one, fight. Doesn't matter who the other characters. If you mix them up at the beginning, they died. Right. And then you sure. did the incoming mix-up. Didn't matter who they were, right. they died. And, and the next, yeah, yeah. So you didn't really have to know matchups. You could get just by being having a ridiculous zero with mix ups like crazy, right? So that's that's a thing. That's a thing. And that's not letting the opponent play. So that is absolutely a valid strategy in fighting games. And in yeah. fact, yes you're right, that is always going to be the best strategy is not letting the opponent play at all. Well, so. I
0: feel like that's that's probably less in S F five than it is in some games. Like in S F four we talked about the fact that there were actually one player mm-hmm. among blockables Yeah. Hard yeah, blockables. yeah. That mm-hmm. kind of thing doesn't really exist in S F five. I mean you that have, we know of. Well, people have tried, right? I mean, it's I've, I've tried, certainly. Oh, have you actually uh, oh, tried? sure, I've tried, yeah. I'm sure <laughs> other okay, people okay, have, too. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Not, not to say it doesn't exist, but I haven't found it or seen it. Um, but in SF5, uh, it's, it's rarely the case that, like, you are knocked down into something that you can't see that just kills you, right? Yeah. Wh- that, it's rarely the case... Um, more, more often, you have to make the, the bad decision.
1: Yeah, what a lot right. of people don't realize in Street Fighter V, when it feels like you're not playing, is that you still are actively making the decision to yeah. quick rise or back roll right. and timings and stuff. Or and
0: th- tech, or press the wrong button, right. whatever it is. And right. that's
1: why a lot of people die, but people don't feel like that they're doing anything, even yeah. though, and I have even fall, fall into this. When I play Street Fighter Five. I find myself doing the same wake up every single time because I'm just so used to holding back and mashing buttons go, and doing man. quick rise, and it's a problem, and it's just not something that a lot... I bet you a lot of people out there who are, you know, beginners or middle at the game, if they actually went back and rewatched their matches and saw that they... and watched their wake-ups, they probably are not mixing between the two at all. I think most people accidentally stick to one of them. I think you're right. More than any, oh. you know.
0: Look, there, there are some pretty BS situations. For example, Leon Fronrana says, doesn't Abigail have an unblockable yeah, and he has situations where some characters have difficulty getting out of them based mm-hmm. on the meaty timings. Uh, Stupendous is
1: actually common. Stupendous is in the chat. Shout out to Stupendous. What's up? Uh, he says hard to block walls do exist in Street Fighter
0: Five. Oh really? Oh, I haven't seen or played against them. Well, that's War the thing them. is
1: dude, there's no situation that you can get hit by. You need by a knockdown. And, right. You need and, a crush yeah. counter sweep. It's the right, only right, way right, to that do that it. Is it. Yeah. And that's the pro- That's why I said. We don't know because yeah. there's just no oh, just opportunity really. yeah. for it, right? So, because I even t- in my stream, when I was like, make it so that if you don't quick rise, you can't get thrown, but I was like, but that may lead to unblockables. We don't know if they exist or not, yeah. you know? So, dude, make Geef great again, please. Please,
0: it wouldn't take that much, but uh, yeah, I
1: don't, I don't expect it. Him and Ryu, basically, those two characters need to be better again. So.
0: I've just been playing G.
1: Dude, well, no wonder you've been having so much fun with the game, dude. Because well, G he, is power, dude. He,
0: he's a good character.
1: That character feels like he can toy with people.
0: Yeah, he's definitely good. Uh, he, he doesn't have good defense, though. So, yeah, 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 so I'm, yeah. I'm playing the like defensive mix-ups mm-hmm, everybody else mm-hmm. has to play.
1: Uh, Dectalon, I will probably do that on Wednesday this week, actually, the next subscriber analysis session. I did that last week. It was a lot of fun. I got two players who are subs to my stream and they played a two-out-of-three match against each other, nice. and then I went to the replay, and just we just went through the whole match. It took me, like, two hours to go through that whole match. I'm trying to do faster, but it was really cool because I got to, like, analyze and say a lot of things and accuse Ho-Muffin of not actually hit confirming when he did. But I okay. walked it back. I walked it back. <laughs> Dang. I walked it back, so... Cause he did crouching medium kick into the DDT with Alex, yeah. and I was like, "There's no way he confirmed that." But then I realized Bison was in the middle of swinging when he hit uh-huh, him, okay. so it was hit confirmable. So I'm sorry, Ho Muffin. I'm sorry. For sure, <laughs> he was the Alex player. So, uh.
0: but uh, it was it
1: was a really it was a really exciting. It was fun. I, I really enjoyed it too, and so I'm definitely gonna do another one again this Wednesday. So
0: I do remember yeah. the unblockable that Mika technically has. Muckmaster reminds us has an unblockable since Nadeshko will hit you if you avoid the grab. Yeah, that's right. I believe they call that the Callisto. Do they really? Well, I'm sure he'd love it if they did.
1: (laughs) Damn. You're going to do it like that? You're going to do it like that, huh? Yeah. Uh, Yes, my stream is twitch.tv slash jchenzor. If you go there on Wednesday... And like I said, I only got to do one match last time. I'll try to do two matches this time, but we'll see how long it takes. Because when I start analyzing stuff, it's just, it's, it's so fun to analyze. And th- I will not be, I will not lie, the replay feature in the Street Fighter Five is really nice. Mm. I love, because you can turn on the frame data and go frame one by one and stuff like that. So after you block it, you can see it's plus four, okay. and I'm going one frame, and then you rewind back like five seconds, and you keep doing it. It's, it's really actually kind of nice. I've never actually tried it. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. So I, I was able to do a lot of good stuff on there. So <laughs>
0: the Callisto special. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, BB Tag is my favorite game right now, <sighs>
1: yeah I like like SF5 my favorite game right now is actually Tekken 7 sick
0: I would say mine are BB Tag, Inge, SF5
1: Uh, except for this guy
0: we'll We'll see what happens with this guy (laughs) when I get home
1: tonight I mean for me right now is Tekken 7 I guess since the last one that I played a lot was uh, BB Tag BB Tag would probably be next uh, maybe a combination of Eunice, Guilty Gear, maybe Sliced Ice and Rice or something like that. <laughs> I actually saw Dacid Bro talking about that game. He was like, this game's legit. And I was like, it's fun. So, you know. I actually think a lot of people should play that game for beginning fighting games. Yeah, because cool. I think it's it's really it's, um, it's it, it, it because it's one hit kill and there's no blocking, yeah. it really emphasizes the positioning right. a lot more. You can't fall back on blocking to save yourself yeah, in that quite, game. Yeah. So I, I I really like that. So
0: Caramel Jenkins do you have your game yet? It sounds like you do. What's that? Sounds like he uh, oh, Caramel Jenkins. That uh, has it. Oh uh, nice. If you live in a major metropolitan area, there may be a chance that a... Yeah, of course. Or even just if you just have a local mom and pop, there may be a chance you mm-hmm. get it.
1: But... Yeah, actually, Dive Kick was very similar to that, you know, with the concept of no blocking one hit kill, right? So position was very valuable but the problem is the movement in that game was is is different than fighting games what's nice about sliced ice and rice it's about dashing it's about walking it's about instant air dashing mm-hmm. i mean you've got you've got air dashes and stuff like that so it feels like you're kind of playing that fighting game you know kind of feel to it while you're playing that and you know, even if the sword hits you at the tip of the blade, it won't kill you. Mm, It'll just lot. injure you yeah. and stuff like that. So it's a lot of interesting things about the game. In any case, so but in any case, I'm uh, people are gonna call me a shield for talking about the game. I for know, sure, cool. so cool. But game is cool. Anyways, uh, uh, I should stream some sliced ice and rice. Is what you I should, should do. That would be fun. That'd be fun. I'll invite you guys over and we we'll just play some. Play some. But I will be gone this weekend. I will be at. Um, i with uh, the Classic Tetris World Championships in Portland at the Portland Retro Gaming Experience this weekend. Uh, it's going to be really excited. Jonas Neubauer is going to try to get, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I forgot. Was it five in a row, six in a row, seven in a row now? Like, that guy is basically unbeatable, but... Corian, who was one of the greatest Tetris the Grandmaster players, has picked up Nest Tetris, and he beat Jonas Neubauer in a, in a exhibition in Hong Kong recently. And then there's that 18-year-old kid, that Wunder, Wunderkind, uh, who's amazing at Nest Tetris now. So I think uh, because it's getting a lot of uh, publicity, a lot of people are uh, starting to get into there. Uh, there's a we're, there's also going to be a guest commentator there, a fellow by the name of Arda Orca, right. who used to do like WWE commentary what? and stuff like that. Apparently, he's a big fan of Tetris as Sick. well, and he wants to come and do all this stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun this year. So, and they're going to have Tetris effect for sure. So, they're going to have Tetris effect, and I'm going to crack out on that game and see how that plays. So, yeah. Uh, Arda Orca, I guess his name. I think he did stuff in like Canada or somewhere. I can't remember, but uh, I mean, you find him on Twitter. He's got like crap ton of followers and stuff like that. So, but yeah, the NES consoles. Yeah, we gotta find that. So, find that. Any
0: uh, news today? Or oh,
1: yeah, that's right. We only have 10 minutes for that, huh? Okay. Well, hey, there's not really much here to talk about. We talked about most of this stuff. Uh, some community stuff. Well, for an event, uh, there's a, in Tennessee, there's an event called Chattown Beatdown in November 2018. Okay. Uh, it's going to be in Chattanooga uh, in Almost. Tennessee. Fighting games will take over the Card Monster game store. There's going to be Tekken 7, Street Fighter V, Soul Calibur VI, and Dragon Ball Fighters as the main events. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Undernight in Birth Latest uh, as side events. Like to try to promote these small events, you know. Um, uh, hopefully, it's well run and all that stuff like that. We'll see, but you know, it's a chance for you to meet people in Tennessee, gain communities, and even if the event isn't great, then you can meet the other people and then start building communities from there. If it is great, that's perfect. Hopefully, they keep running more events and keep going with that. So there you go. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, Good old Chattanooga. Also, uh, a couple of community things. Really kind of neat. Undammed, who has made the Undammed board for where you can plug in your joysticks into the CPS2 boards and all that stuff like that um, so that you can... What are you doing? (laughs) Mm. (laughs) So that you can play, you know, all the CPS2 stuff very easily on on all the TE sticks that we have and everything like that. Uh, He's actually trying to make a solution to the CPS2 suicide problem. Oh, wow and he has a way that he feels like he can actually make it so that there's something called the Infinity Key CPS 2 that he's going to try to create that will solve it so that Damn. the boards won't suicide anymore. That's so pretty cool. That is really, really, really cool. Um, also, <laughs> you know, Vani, I get that feeling too sometimes. Um, also what's really cool is that recently, um, I know I retweeted this, uh, a few other people like Tanya and Eugene have retweeted this, mm-hmm. but someone made a little mini documentary on the super turbo scene. Uh, it takes, a lot of the footage that was filmed there comes from the, uh, combo breakers. So there's even footage of... You know the Eugene and Tanya's proposals, Mm -hmm. the counter proposals, and stuff like that. But uh, it is uh, created by a fellow named Phil Nolan. So check that out. That is a documentary out there about Super Turbo. Cool. There. So there you go. Uh, That's all the news that I have. And uh, Capcom Connect is coming up in seven minutes. Correct. Uh, I have been playing a lot of Mega Man 11. Okay. I really enjoy that game. Okay, cool. So here's the... F- here's, for me, Mega Man is all about the special weapons. The weapons that you can get from the bosses, right? You're not paying attention <laughs> I'm to me. i No, I know. Uh, but you can always get... um you know, special weapons. In this game, they did a really good job that all the special weapons don't really shoot forward like your normal Mega Buster. So it feels like there's a good variety. The weapons do a lot of cool things. But the nice thing about it is after you beat the game... Uh, There's an item that you can buy that makes it so that weapon energy never gets spent. You can just use weapons willy-nilly, right? And it's super broken. It's obviously super broken. I mean, there's one weapon that's literally a smart bomb that kills everything on the screen, so you can just spam that forever, right? But the whole point of putting it in there is so you can have fun, and what me and my brother used to do in every Mega Man game when we we were young, for Mega Man 1, 2, and 3, and even 4, was after we beat the game, we would go to every stage and only use that one weapon to see how it felt on the stage in the that's certain cool. sections and stuff like that. But the problem is, you would always run out of weapon energy. And so you couldn't do it anymore. But now, I just bought that item, and now I'm just running through every stage, and I'm finding these really cool things you can do with the weapons that, you know, because oh, cool. you could just go willy-nilly. So now, if I ever went back and played it, and I had the weapons... I know how to use the weapons intelligently yeah. on those parts of the stages and stuff. I they did an amazingly good job on 11. Oh, like cool. I'm actually nice. frighteningly blown away. I and mean, it's not even just the way the game looks; it's the way that it plays. Like yeah. I felt like they just did so much right with that game. So.
0: I, I tried the demo and I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. So I, I really, I really enjoy the game. I really, really enjoy the game. So cool stuff. Yes, that is the biggest weakness of the game, Clanter. That is the biggest weakness of the game is the music, is oh, yeah. not great. Oh, Mega Man has always had very, very distinct music, and this one the music actually feels more perfunctory, backgroundy. Oh, that sucks! And I'm not happy with that. So, You're fine. <clears throat> yep, that'd be cool. Maybe I will speed run the game. No, I don't know if I have time for that, dude. I don't have time to speed run. Learn how to speed run a game.
0: I've just been playing BB Tag and SFI lately.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's it. DHCs. Yeah, I was thinking about it this morning because I was, like I said, I was like analyzing this Chan match. Are you talking I was about like, us? I should probably do that. Are you
1: talking about so, us? Yeah, probably. Yay, thank you. Anyways, what were you saying? I wasn't paying attention that time, so. Can you believe this guy? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> what were you saying? That I should do another DHC. Uh, I, I unsubbed from a WoW. while. Um, I only subbed to it for one month upon release of BFA. That was my deal to myself, and I decided not to resub for another month. But if, like, when there's another big patch, then I'll come back.
1: What were you talking about? I'm scared. <laughs> <Dang it.
2: laughs> <laughs> oh man.
0: So yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I need to keep playing it. I basically played the story mode <laughs> to be honest and then i tried like each one of the raids and dungeons and then i did like the war fronts or whatever it's called and i did islands and i was like
1: yeah all right uh, good That's call uh sagatee in the chat uh thank you for reminding me about that um the name of the super turbo document is just called the return of super turbo oh. so you can look for that on youtube just do search for the return of super turbo uh, hopefully that will show up. Let me see what his channel name is called here. I'll tell you what Phil Nolan. His channel name is Phil Nolan. So there you go. Let's just look up Phil Nolan. If cool. you see Return of Super Turbo by a user Phil Nolan, that is him.
0: Very nice. So there you go. Our thoughts on Marvel 4 rumors are that it is not true. Yeah, it's not happening, dude. It's just Sorry, everybody. Stop,
1: stop, stop hurting yourself that way
0: well capcom connect is going to start in just a couple of minutes they had a tweet earlier about what they're going to be doing today what are they doing they had a tweet about what they're going to be doing all today. right
1: okay so check out that tweet and so you'll know what's going to do on, it who's the guests are going to be on the stream correct all right so definitely check that out and uh i will go ahead and raid everybody over there after this is done so thanks guys for tuning in to the tuesday show
0: uh, again, ECT is this weekend. Pay attention to that. That'll be fun. There's a lot of good games oh, to be okay, played there. I was
1: about there. to say, I, did I forget my phone? I was no. going to be super sad, but no, I had my phone here. So, We may
0: Steve said that he might be able to do next week, but I guess we'll just be doing the Super Trip
1: folks. What? Steve? Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe we could do both. Yeah, maybe we could do both. We can do both. We'll see. All right. Can you see that really quick? Sure. Yeah, go for it. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Damn. You knew it. You knew what my plan was.